the Nerdist School Network. For class and show information, visit nerdistschool.com. Hey guys, it's Ryan and Kelly. Hey guys, it's Ryan and Kelly. <laughs> From the Hellmouthy Podcast, do you want to watch Buffy either again or for the first time ever and talk about it with us? <laughs> You'll be doing talking by yourself, but we'll be talking. Check out the Hellmouthy Podcast on Nerdist School Network. Listen to it. Okay, <laughs> let's try it one more time. <laughs> Where are you going? Not back in there. Everyone saw me leave with the mullet. Trying something on the west side, I guess. Another dive? Another loser? What do you care? This isn't you, Darla. You know, just because we had a thing for 150 years, don't presume you know me. So you really want to be made by some creep in a filthy alley? I wanted you to do it. That'll never happen. So I do what I have to do. Anyway, you were made in the alley, if I recall. That's not the point. Yeah, well, what is the point, Angelus? The point is, you were undead for four... The point is, you were undead for 400 years. You've only been human again for a few months. Why not give it some time? I don't have time. You do. You've been given a second chance. Don't throw that away before you have the opportunity to... I'm dying. What? Yeah. And not sometime. Not later. Now. Right now. They showed me the medical files. All the tests said the same thing. I have about two months left. Three at the most. So if, excuse, if you excuse me, I'm in sort of a hurry. Yay! I would have loved if when you said Angelus, <laughs> Angel's like, this is really embarrassing, but um, it's actually Angelus. I know you made me. By the way, Darla does say it one time as I said it, and I literally cheered as a few episodes ago. She did say it correctly all the other times. She did say Angelus. And I was like, score for Chris. <laughs> Uh, uh. negated probably by an accident (laughs) (laughs) oh man should I give my quick fun fact about that scene in the IMDB credits the vampire is given a kind of a name oh Shempire 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 like Like Shemp yes what's Shemp (laughs) Shempire is the name of one of the three stooges Which I took to mean like he's Whoa. kind of a loser. <laughs> Wait, you took that to mean he was kind of a loser? It wasn't the mullet, the attitude, <laughs> everything about him. <laughs> so you you were like, what's this guy's deal? Googly goo. I'm going to go on IMDb. <laughs> that actor looked familiar, though. He, he does. looked really familiar. Is and, he in anything? Uh, he wasn't anything that I recognized, but he, uh, David Greenwald, and this is going to be a little bit of a rabbit hole. David Greenwald wrote this episode, who then went on to create Grimm. Mm-hmm. And there's a character in Grimm, he re- that vampire reminded me a lot of. Which oh. is like, I wonder if Greenwald kind of pulled that inspiration. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the wolf character in Grimm. Yeah. I forget his name mm. off the top of my head. But his name's like, Shemp. <laughs> Shemp. <laughs> Every single one of those characters, it gets like harder and harder to fit Shemp into a thing. Shemp-anshee. <laughs> Shemp of the night. Shemp-post. <laughs> Wait, what is post? Ghost. <laughs> Sheeman? Shempin? Shempin. Oh. Sheeman, I really like. I, I really like that. Um, I like that. I think we should write that treatment. I think that's our next our next screenplay is Sheeman. <laughs> <laughs> I think we dropped the Shemp part. I don't think it's right. about Shemp. No, it's I think it's Lady Demons, but yeah. Sheemans. Mm. Good, good, good. And that'd be the line for the trailer, right? Is that a demon? No. No. It's a, a shaman. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we can work that out. We can iron it out in time. We know, so we can have both the characters say that at the same time. Yeah, yeah. One says, it's a shaman, and one says, it's, it's a, a lady, lady demon. demon. And they and look then, at each other. And they're like, oh. oh. <laughs> guys, you guys are, Credits. You guys are so <laughs> far down the line. 
you can't make the trailer before you write the treatment. <laughs> so, I, I always do. I always do. <laughs> trailer first. Trailer, you get title. You don't get trailer. to be. I don't think screenwriters get to have anything to do with their trailers. They have nothing no. to do with it. It's a whole trailer. separate we're gonna job. It, we're going to do it in-house. We're Wait, the whole thing. In this room. In this room. <laughs> In we'll, we'll call it our pitch piece. It's a trailer for you yeah. know the big yeah. studio. Has there been a podcast horror movie yet? Sheeman mm. mm. coming soon. They're just podcast. Sheeman <laughs> sounds like sounds Seaman. like Sheeman. Well, that'd be like the wacky character. Sheeman. Sheeman. <laughs> the way you say demon. <laughs> demon. Sheemonic. Sheemonic. There we go. <laughs> Angelus. Angelus. <laughs> In laws. Angelus. <laughs> mm. Oh man, good times in the booth. Good times in the museum with a heist episode. Yeah, Shroud of Ramon. Shaman we... rhymes with Raymond. No, Shroud of Raymond. Oh, mm-hmm. hmm? Shaman. <laughs> Shroud. Shaman of Raymond. <laughs> <laughs> that gold is brought to you by our very special guest today. Los Angeles comedian, improviser. Just, I mean, honestly, we've said this before. Yeah, we'll we say it again. It. Nobody doesn't like him. Yeah, I keep. Lo- I keep looking. I every person I meet, I'm like, <laughs> hi, Kelly Nugent. Um, <laughs> give me your thoughts on Chris McGowan. Hey, I like that guy. Every time, and I'm then, like, are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> See, you you not like me now because everyone does. No, we no. still like okay, you. All right. I'm like hiding a smile when I say, I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> and then I like turn my head to the side and cover my mouth, and I'm like, oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's pretty great. He's oh, pretty geez. great. Um, we love him. You love him. Chris McGowan is here. Yay! Thank you for having me. Very Thanks kind words. Mm. Very kind we mean words. them. We totally mean them. They're sincere. <laughs> They're shem sincere. <laughs> okay, maybe I'm over okay. it. Did you say you're over it, or you're no, overthinking oh, it? I said overdoing it. Oh, but all of those <laughs> <laughs> apply. <laughs> You know, for all my research, I didn't look up the name of the two demons in this episode. Ugh, jerk one, jerk two. Although one I called uh, lead singer of Corn. <laughs> yeah, and Spike, Spike. Spikey, Spikey face. Yeah, Spikey, Spikey face yeah. and lead singer of Corn. <laughs> and lead singer of Corn was packing heat, which was I'm interesting. Mm-hmm. He had a gun. Oh, okay. what did you think I meant by packing heat? <laughs> packing a hot D. <laughs> That was my his actor's secret is that he's got a nice D. I thought that's what saying, and I was nice like, D. there were no like, there was no visual evidence of that. He didn't talk about it. He had a confidence about him, right? So my thing every time I watch this little secret, every time I watch Angel and I see a demon, I'm like, what's his D like? Hot or cold? <laughs> so you see Angel cold. cold. <laughs> I see this demon, woo, hot. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, he ass. has a gun. He's one of the few demons that has a gun, mm-hmm. but he's yeah. also a criminal, right? That's true. Criminal element, yeah. Um, Although I thought his defense t- against a uh, gun was much more than his defense for Angel because he was relying on Spiky Demon, yeah. yeah, to take care of Angel if there's problems. Which I don't know. I don't know about that. You yeah. can't rely on anybody else in a heist, right? Right. Also, I thought that the gun's cousin was hired to be a driver. Why, why is, is gun going there? in there? I mean, I guess to carry the thing, but why didn't they just bring in one more strong person? I know. Because right. gun is strong, but like... Not demon not, strong. No. Everybody else is a demon, and the only other human there that's in there is the security guard who has to be there to let them right. in, which also that security guard is so dumb. You reminded me of Will Forte to add another <gasps> layer to this. Did you write that? I wrote that down! <laughs> oh my God, where did I write that? Uh, 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 Asian sculpture... Uh, <laughs> 
the security guard has Will Forte's voice. He sure does. Yeah. And his mannerisms. He and his man- like a- yes. Or, I was- well, I mean, probably he predates Will Forte. Are they really? I mean, if, if someone is copying someone, Will, you're caught. You're well, I mean, who was on TV first? Well, Will was doing comedy probably in LA at that time. So he did. Oh, was he so a Groundlings guy? So you think it's like the security guard went to the ground on the ground show, copied Will Forte. He's like, there's some gold there that hasn't yet been seen by TV. I have a big audition. Yeah, this is actually the plot of an episode of Living Single. (laughs) It happens. It's really funny, too, because it's uh, oh, what is her name? I can't remember. But the Sinclair, the like the fun one, Mm -hmm. the one who's like an aspiring comedian. And she her whole bit is like about like she does these characters and she they're very funny. But like. This old white man like steals her act and then Whoa. does her act with all the mannerisms, and it's really weird because it's like I don't know that it's as funny when you do no. it, <laughs> but no. he's very successful with it. But it's like it's not you can't just a lot comes from the person doing it, yes, mm-hmm. and like playing against expectations mm-hmm. and all of that stuff. And it's like yeah, right. Um, but you interesting know, old white men. I mean, oh, oh, they got it made. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, that's really funny. I actually wrote later that he's like, I was like, man, that guy like brings a lot to this episode. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. like kind of bummed that he dies so early because he was really funny. I liked him. He a was lot. funny. Yeah. Because um, this is kind of a dark episode. Yeah. It's very dark. And then it, it just gets darker. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because it seems fun. You're like, oh, a heist. Fun. Yeah. Right. Or even like at first, and I wrote like Wesley is hamming it up with the cops. Mm-hmm. Right. But he's not. He's no. actually having. He's having a breakdown. He's having a breakdown. Right. He's not just like. Playing into the noir thing. No, he's like really yeah. upset about he's what he's really seen. upset. So when Kate shows up, looking like Buffy, looking uh-huh. like Buffy, mm-hmm. who says, "What are you doing here?" Someone says it, and I wrote, "Yes, Kate, what are you doing here?" <laughs> oh, when she's in Angel's office or whatever. Yes. Oh yeah, she's trying to do Darlet yeah. research, right? Because finding Darlet is going to do what for you? Finding doing some what? human. Doing, I guess, what? a murderer. Yes, <laughs> she is a murderer. I just don't understand why she's so mean to Angel. I don't get it. Like, she's obsessed with the, the death of her father. Okay. Vampires Did you notice her on her desk, she had two pictures of just her dad. Mm-hmm. Like, not her and her dad. Not just like her, her dad and her dad. Mom. Just two framed pictures of her dad. Do you, think, do you think the weird. show is trying to say she blames Angel? Is that what the, all that is? Is like, I think, I think she's, like, projecting a few things onto Angel. One is, like, when she was starting to trust Angel... Her dad died, and her dad died because he was killed by – so that's, like, one level. Mm-hmm. Then her dad was killed by vampires. Angel's a vampire. She also maybe feels some self-failure for her father dying, and she's, like, projecting that onto Angel. So she's, like, projecting, like, three levels of hatred onto him. I just don't have any desire to see it. <laughs> I think that's fair. I think it's also because of Angel is the kind of guy that he is, mm-hmm. he's not going to redirect her anger. No. He's Even like, though, I deserve it. Yeah. Where he's, he could redirect it to Wolfram and Hart because it's sort of their fault that yeah. all of that happened or, mm-hmm. like, they were related to mm-hmm. all of that stuff. So, like, or even right at Lindsay if he wanted to. But instead, he just kind of lets, he, like, takes it. Yeah. Um, like, he'll banter with her, but, like, he could shut her down. Yeah. He could, he could like, do, say mean things to her like he said to Lindsay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. He could be he's as... too mean to Lindsay. He's That's too mean to Lindsay. Episode, but... but <laughs> okay, so I don't. I also like. So she is so drawn to like supernatural things. Yeah, but she's so bad at like dealing with them. Mm-hmm. She's like, if I wrote like, she's like a stupid, incompetent fox molder. Like she is like constantly <laughs> trying to get herself yeah. mixed up in the supernatural shit. Has 
no, like, doesn't bother to do any research, just bumbles in there, yeah. is mean to Angel, and kind of ruins, like, any attempts to actually solve the supernatural stuff. Yes. Though, I mean, if you, Fox Mulder, this is not an Expos podcast, but he, that show <laughs> is much more like, uh, we are not, he's not friends with the, he's not sympathetic to the aliens. No, he wants so, to like, know. So it's very, yeah. so maybe he, she is Fox Mulder. She's just worse at, well, well he's, he's not really ever that successful. And at the be- and before we Fox meet him, he's, Mulder. I mean, I call him Fox. You call him Fox. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like he's in that basement by himself and yeah. a, a laughing stock before um, Scully like yeah. helps him and whatever. There's She la- needs a Scully. She needs a Scully. Yeah. I think that's what it is. And then it's a different show that I don't want to watch. Again, she should go to yeah. that show and be, live that show. Yeah, I want to watch the show where Angel's the hero. You know what the problem is? She's not charismatic enough to have anyone want to help her. No. Well, I mean, in this episode, <laughs> two cops do go to her yeah. with a photo. Yeah. I guess I guess everyone in the station must know she's obsessed with this dude yeah. That, yeah. with the dark hair and the, or the big cloak. Yeah. So I'm assuming they got these two guys get this photo and like, uh, let's go over to Kate. It was so funny. They're like, someone told us you know her. Yeah. But I I bet you guys they were going, they're like, oh, God, this Kate's going to. again. She's going to okay. be at our desk anyway. I was so confused. The establishing shot of the police station. Mm-hmm. Did anyone else think that maybe we were outside the museum and there were lights flashing? <laughs> I was it only me? No, I thought that. No, I thought that too. I was so I was like, confused. I was like, oh, the police are here. Yeah, I was like, wow, the police are. Mm-hmm. I didn't Fast. remember the pacing of this. Right. Yeah, I was like, man, I mean, there <laughs> must be a lot more going on. So it implies that in L.A., in this L.A., mm-hmm. in Los Angeles, the police, Angeles. police <laughs> use their lights to drive back to the station. They're like, we will come and or like they have their kid in the in the vestibule. All right, you can throw on, throw on the lights as we pull in. And the kid's like, "Can you leave the keys? I'm going to wait in the car." <laughs> oh my god, I would love to wait in the car. Yeah, I would love to wait in the car. Um, okay, but we should we could take two steps back because we have not even addressed Jadon. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that wasn't where I was going, but that is a big one. I did write a Jadon note. Okay, where were you going, Ryan? <laughs> I was going with uh, Cordy's hair. Yes, this is the debut of Cordy's So I think this is what happened. I think they were like, let's get those extensions out. (laughs) Pull the extensions out. And then they're like, this is her normal This was also like a a winter break, right? I actually looked that up. It is not. (gasps) It aired. Or this is all. These all aired in like in November 2000. I know. So like one week, her hair's long. Next week, it's short. Also, because Lindsay also has a haircut. Yeah, Lindsay has a haircut too. This could be a production break though. I mean, I don't understand. You're saying that they don't. Film them right when they air them? <laughs> they film them the day before. Right. Right. Live to, live in front of a studio audience. Yeah. And sometimes they make the studio audience really quiet. <laughs> they're like, don't make any noise. Like in the hotel. They're all in the other rooms. Yeah. Right? Oh, my God. <laughs> Another million dollar idea. <laughs> You're all shoot. in the top balcony where Angel got hung. They're all standing mm-hmm. up there. Yeah. I would go to that. <laughs> I would too. I would totally go to that. Are you kidding? An immersive experience. Like, shh, tell us to be quiet. Don't talk during the taping. Which yeah. is literally what they do on set. <laughs> there's like, there's like more formal stuff, but then it gets down to shh, yeah, shh. <laughs> it's quiet time. <laughs> um. Oh my. Yeah, Cordy. When we first see the hair, there's just a lot of volume. It's so tall. <laughs> it looked like a wig. Is it a wig? I don't think so. I think no. it's okay. and it's pre bumpets. So I think there's a lot yeah. of teasing. I think it's a lot, a lot of, of teasing. Of but here's the other thing too: is probably 
oh, Charisma Carpenter was probably so excited to get rid of this extension. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's and she happy. was like, oh my gosh, I want to have movement. I want it high. Yeah. I want it to be flowy. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but her hair calms down and gets way cute. Like, it gets after really the cute. first scene, it's like great hair. Right. Yeah. yeah. It made me want to cut mine off. Oh, that'd be really fun. Yeah, maybe when you come back from Hawaii, you'll have a different kind of co-host. Ooh, aloha. Kind of like this. Ah. <laughs> the Shroud of Ryan. Shroud of Ryan. Wait, are you saying my hair is a shroud? No. Okay, we got to talk about this later. <laughs> um, But yeah, yeah her no, hair is very tall. It's very tall. It's very coiffed. I don't know how you don't notice it for 10 days. That's- I don't know how she kept her mouth shut about it for 10 days. I know, which it's so unlike Cordy to quietly stew, but she's changing. I don't she know. is changing, and she's very she's being a good uh, member of the family. She in is a, in this episode, and these are two pretty clueless dudes. Like yeah. Wesley could literally read a book all day and not look up. Yeah. Angel's in his room all day, brooding. Yeah, so. well, Wesley's got a girlfriend though. Right, mm-hmm. he's Violet. going to fancy. He's doing a lot of off-screen dating. Yeah, with uh, hanging out with Chow Young Fat. Mm-hmm. Chow Fat, which I wrote a big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a big deal. No, was yeah, a big yeah. deal. He was, I mean, he still is famous, but yeah. that was his heyday. Right. And I wrote Cordy changing on the ground, you know, when she gets spills. That was this. so weird. That was really weird. I, I, I had to be in a production, like a scene. Like they wanted her in the scene. So like, how do we have her change but not leave yeah. the room? Yeah, we're like, mm-hmm. we want her out here. So the solve was get but on like, the ground. Just I get below like, the camera. <laughs> well, for TV, in a lot of shows, they'll just have it be like there's a, a screen. Yeah, and they just go behind it and talk. Yeah, so like, oh, what right. they could have just put up a screen. Yeah, or could she? She could shout from the other room, right? Yeah, she could peek her head out every time she wanted to say something. Right, that would be cute. Yeah. yeah, or you know just what? Turn around, flip that shirt off. Yeah, flip another shirt on. Yeah. We don't have to see it. We could just see her go like this. Yeah, done. And, and Wesley can make a face like oh. And and Wesley could, could do like, like a oh, uh, and right. they could both be like ah, I don't want to look. <laughs> and Cordelia yeah. could be like whatever it was my back. Yeah, like, move on, move on with your lives. <laughs> Jeez Louise. You're dating somebody, Angel. You're brooding over Darla. Yeah. yeah you've been yeah. having sex dreams awake and asleep for two weeks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've been forced to deal with that. <laughs> we've been watching you have wet dreams. Yeah. For you months. had one right on that like circular couch over there. <laughs> like we were right there. Right. Watching you writhe. Yeah. <laughs> you were just writhing. <laughs> And we were like, hey, do you want to go to your bed? You're like, no, I'm awake. And you're like, oh. oh. Right. I'm awake. And you're like, oh, okay. new level. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> um, so we are this episode is like, there's a heist that's going down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And basically, Gun's Gun's friend, cousin. Oh, cousin. Mm-hmm. Gun's cousin gets invited to be the like forced to be the driver you're invited <laughs> well that's what's interesting about it it's like he's offered this job mm-hmm. but the stakes of it are if you don't take the job we're gonna murder you yeah so he gets offered this job to be the driver for this big heist and he hears through the grapevine that it's a supernatural heist mm-hmm. so when he tells his cousin gun about it gun loops an angel right and they after the meeting they discover oh Jadon's involved, which means yes, it's and a everybody's big, heard of Jadon. Everybody, everybody knows about Jadon. We don't know about Jadon. Right. I think he might be in the comics because there's mm. an uh, after Buffy burns on the school. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it uh, Emery, she goes on a road trip to Vegas, mm-hmm. and I think she meets Jadon there. He seems like a Vegas kind of guy. Yeah, like he's she has like a Vegas arc. Oh, before she comes back. She, like, runs away from home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. But he's billed, like, master level, like, Jadon. Yeah. Oh, no. Like, 
what's going to happen with yeah, this guy? Yeah, I mean, this is our new season villain, clearly. Right. Mm-hmm. This is our big bad for Angel season two, coming up. But we learn that Angel's a master of disguise. Which we knew from season one when he was the tourist. Yes, yes. Right? he's done this before. This so, is in his This is his favorite character. This is His favorite <laughs> character is to be like, Hey, uh, listen up, guys. And this would be in his Ground Links, uh, you know, show. Yes. Like, I got to do my, I got to do this character. I have to do this character. Right. I'm going to close with this character. <laughs> and then, I he, mean, he's going to open with the character. This character is going to, like, introduce <laughs> every scene. Yeah. yeah. This is the MC yeah. of his yeah. Ground Links show. Yeah. <laughs> so he instantly just, boom. Okay, but, yeah, I mean, that's the part. I guess he, he knows enough about Jadon. Because he doesn't have a good plan. His plan right. is say, "Hey, I need you to sign." Oh, what's the password? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There is no password. You're dead. Steak. You're dead. Steak. Uh, Jadon also reminded me of Ken Marino's character from Veronica Mars a little yes. bit. Yes. Oh, that was oh so, my god! Yeah. I just like remembered Vinnie Van Lowe, and it just like flowed through me. <laughs> like, oh my god! I had to do a whole rewatch just <laughs> just for just that. He that. was probably the. And I know we've talked about this before, but uh, the movie is not uh, satisfying in all levels. Mm-hmm. Right, course, movie. But I would say the Vinnie Van Lowe parts are as satisfying as they could be. Oh, you good, know what I mean? Good, like, good. Mm-hmm. there's parts of it that you're like uh, of the movie that you're like, all right, all right. But like, that is exactly where I hoped he would be, and yeah. I hoped his relationship <laughs> with Veronica would be. That's exactly right. Like, if that oh. was just a short, mwah. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, Jadon is dispatched. Also, he takes the bus. That was weird to me. He did take the bus. Demons take the bus. He's a Vegas guy. He's a Vegas guy. Maybe they don't have cars in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you do? You live in the you live in the li- casino he's a, a lounge lizard. He's uh... <laughs> well. If you think about it, he probably never leaves Vegas, right? Yeah, he, he probably never leaves car. the strip. Angel he... and Spike have their special vampire cars, but maybe Jadon doesn't have a. So he takes like a highly tinted nighttime. Well, he Greyhound. hides in the baggage compartment, right? Is that where he was hiding? You think Jadon, <laughs> king of MGM Grand. Well, that guy I, looks for him underneath the yeah, baggage thing. True. He's like, you're under there? I'm shocked. You know what? <laughs> I think... You're legitimately shocked. Maybe he was in a coffin or whatever. I'm just picturing him stepping out. <laughs> steps, one step touches the ground of, of the strip, leaving... I don't know. What's the fanciest hotel in Vegas? I don't, I don't know. know what the fanciest is. The like, Cosmopolitan is nice. W? I don't know. Okay. So he steps w. out of the W. He's one foot on the ground, second foot, baggage compartment, <laughs> in a Greyhound bus. He's like, oh, hey, I'm traveling. I'm going to get to LA in style. Here's the thing. Yeah, but here's the thing. No one said... Why? One, where did we get fancy? I don't think anyone said fancy. Okay. And he is, we see him get beat really easily. He gets beat very easily. I think that it implies that being the king of Vegas is like being the king of Reno. You know what? You're, you know what? You're right. He's not not a cosmopolitan W type of guy. He's like a, he's a circus circus. (laughs) I'm just going to say circus or Excalibur. He's the king of Excalibur. (laughs) And I could fan correct this for you both if you'd like. Sure. The uh, luggage compartment is completely empty. It's outfitted with maybe like a nice velvet. Oh. Uh, he's got interior. it fitted up. It's all only for him. He's got a nice little pillow. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's got some magazines in there. He's, like, got, it some, is... he's got a Rat Pack jukebox. Yep, yep. He's got a picture <laughs> of Frank and uh, Sammy. He just kind of looks okay. at. Also, they could have cast someone who looked like he could have been in the Rat Pack. 
Yeah. This guy just looked like a, he looked like Grand Marino. He just looked <laughs> like a big, tall Italian guy. Yeah. That's probably in the uh, breakdown. Uh, Ken Marino type. Yeah. Again, <laughs> I don't think Granola like, Granola was on, right? They're like, optimally, <laughs> like that 19 year old on television. <laughs> but <laughs> older. What he's going to look like in 10 years. They're like, look, there's this kid we've got our eye on. Listen, I've been watching MTV. Um, really like the state. Yeah. I think uh, these kids are going places. <laughs> Give this kid a, what, like 10, 10 15 years? <laughs> So the person holding the auditions really wants to be Jadon. Yeah, he then, wants to be so bad. He's like, he he's imagining that. So there's like two casting directors. Right. One of them is just hoping that the other one will just turn oh my to the left and be like, oh, you. Oh, right. and when he does the sides, he really commits. He's so right. committing. Oh, oh, and he no. does like a line reading for each one. He's like, oh, it would be kind of great if you uh, if, if you uh, did it like this. Right. <laughs> and he's like crestfallen when they actually hire someone else. He's like, ah, like, oh, yeah. Yeah, the, there'll be chances again. Yeah. Maybe they'll kill him quickly in the episodes. Maybe they'll maybe maybe he has a brother. Maybe that brother shows up in uh, three episodes. K Don, K Don, K Don, Shemp Don, Shemp Shemp Don. Oh lordy! Um, but Angel, once murdering J Don, becomes a delight. He is mm-hmm. J Don extreme. <laughs> we talked about chicks dig the do and the rod. <laughs> And he kind of kills Jadon with abandon. I mean, I yeah. guess it's yeah, not he doesn't really care. Unusual, but he's pretty like nonchalant about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. boom. Especially considering how upset he gets when the security guard is killed later. Because mm-hmm. it's like, wait, but you're okay. You murdered a vampire mm-hmm. just because he's a vampire, mm-hmm. or because he's going to do this heist that you don't even know about. Yeah, he sometimes Angel's like delineation between humans and vampires is a little bit it's too like it's too harsh where he's mm-hmm. just like you can't ever kill a human yes but then we get to like the end of this episode mm-hmm. at the end of the second episode and we see like yeah but vampires are evil yeah vampires are so evil <laughs> um, okay <laughs> we gotta get so, we gotta keep going did you guys notice so first there so while angel is like doing the heist stuff yeah Cordy and um, Wesley are like researching recent acquisitions, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and um, they look up the recent acquisitions of that museum. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Did you guys see what the other ones were? No, tell me. Okay, so you other, wrote them down. Yeah, the know. other ones were like Asian sculpture, fossils of the desert, fossils of California desert flora, <laughs> ancient domestic pottery, shroud of Ramon. <laughs> I was like, duh. Okay, duh. and by the way. I know you're a fan of the Natty History Museum. Yeah. But, like, these things would be at the Getty. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The Natural History Museum is not for ancient is, no. cultural artifacts, really. I mean, it's for, like, That's right? so interesting. Yeah. No, you're to- at least the Los Angeles National yeah, History Museum. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Other places are different. I can't speak to other places, but, I mean, sometimes they'll have, like, a traveling exhibit. Okay. Like, they'll have, like, the Dead Sea Scrolls mm. or, like, whatever. But that's, like, the stuff that are on, like, just regular display are, like, usually dioramas or, like, yeah. it's it's never, I don't think I've ever seen, like, or, like, a mummy that's, like, traveling, but, like, not anything. I feel like TV and movies tend to show, like, the Natural History Museum is, like, a place where you collect all of the old shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that definitely is, like, at the Getty or um, at, like, the Museum of Man yeah. or, like, any of those Types of places. Yeah, I feel. I feel like we're projecting ourselves into that writer's room. You would have literally mm-hmm. said that, and then someone's like, "Yeah, but no one's gonna know what the Getty 
is. Yeah, and then there's like a locations manager in the room and they're like, yeah, but we can shoot outside the Natural History Museum (laughs) for way cheaper. You want to go to Malibu? And I'm like, yeah, Natural History Museum sounds great. (laughs) Although they do name check the Gene Autry Museum. Yes, they did. That That was funny. That was really cute. I liked that. And when she says horses. I've never been there. I have biked around there. Yeah. I always want to go inside. Is it cool? I have not been. (gasps) I've not been inside either. Oh. Let's Tall, dark, and broody field trip. Let's go. Yeah. Pew, pew. <laughs> we just got back. So oh, many horses. Oh, so many horses. So horses. many horses. Horses. That was accurate. Yeah. That was yeah, so good. <laughs> I like that her, ma- this is such a minor detail, but they covered up her Mac symbol earlier in the season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Full on display here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know she's working on a Mac. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of branding, there was another thing that, uh, it's hard because I got to project myself back to the time. Yeah. Put yourself <laughs> but, in 2000. Gun. One? Gun is a man. Yeah. Who loves his city. Yes. He loves his city a lot. Mm-hmm. He loves his city so much. I don't think he would wear a Brooklyn yeah, hoodie. That Brooklyn hoodie. Mm-hmm. Was it a New York hoodie? I, no. It might have been New York. I, it said Brooklyn. I don't think it said Brooklyn 99. I was about to say it did. Yeah. <laughs> it did. <laughs> it said Brooklyn something. But I was like, yeah, you would... I don't know. I don't know if he'd wear that. Is yeah. he? Is he? A, he loves Los Angeles. He loves Los Angeles. He was born in it's Los Angeles, right? Yeah, right. and he's from South Central. City. Like that's his place. He's gonna wear some East Coast shit. I don't think he would. I don't think he would either. Can if I you, unless, this? Okay. Yeah. Seven years ago. Uh huh. For Christmas, uh-huh. someone said Gun's gonna love this. Mm-hmm. He opened it. He's like, "All right." <gasps> oh, can I make it better? Oh, 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 oh it's involved oh, the sister. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. We all got there at the same time. <clears throat> okay, you're right. That's she exactly went on a trip. She went on like a trip with her school. Right. Yeah. To, oh, she brought it back. She brought it back. Oh my god. And she was like, "Oh, Gun will love this." And mm. he was like, "Oh my god." She doesn't get that. I'm like, she doesn't know. Right. She doesn't know. She doesn't know. So but don't he, worry. I'll protect her forever, and nothing will ever yeah. happen to her. He's like, I don't have to wear <laughs> this. He's like, I don't ever have to wear this because I'll just show her my appreciation by protecting her, and she'll live forever. <gasps> oh, so he's wearing it as a tribute. He's wearing to her. it as a tribute to her because he failed. Gosh, we made that so much better. Yeah, oh, so, that better. so much better. There we go. I'm so Woo! glad we fixed that. Ooh. This was the 2000s. This is what yeah. we were doing every yeah. episode of yeah. Buffy Nature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, I have a question, yeah. uh, a plot question. Mm-hmm. So uh, I know this is jumping ahead, but yeah. so we're dealing with the shroud. Mm-hmm. And we know that it makes people go crazy, right? Mm-hmm. In different ways. So uh, we, we, get, we get further on and it starts affecting people. Almost even before the vault is exploded, but definitely yeah. when they go into the vault. Mm-hmm. Why wasn't the museum employees affected in any way? Because they had a logo from a truck into that vault. Yeah. Was there ever? I don't know. I'm wondering. So, yeah, maybe they. Okay. Fan correction. Yeah. So maybe they, okay, like backed up the truck or whatever. But yeah, like how did they even transport that thing? Right. Because they would have gone nuts in that hallway just like they did. Unless the people, unless there's another. TV show we don't know about called okay. Museum The Transporters. The Transporters. Starring Jason Statham. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, so the people of the museum knew. They knew. They were like... So there's a Giles that works there's there. There's a Giles at the museum. Mm-hmm. Maybe and, it's called The Archaeologists. Mm-hmm. And they knew. And so they got... Because like the fact that it's in a vault like that is a sign that somebody knew mm-hmm. that it they needed knew. to be protected. Oh, can I make a crossover that yeah. could never ever happen in real life? Sure. Okay. Uh, the uh, Christian Kane who plays Lindsay is yes. on a show now called The Librarians. Yeah, mm. that's what it is. Maybe his character from yes. that show, mm-hmm. who looks just like Lindsay, yeah. was working at that museum. Yeah, I think that's and what it was. Knew 
And so he oversaw like a group of like 12 people and they just had six at a time. They'd rotate carrying. Oh, that's And they're like, you can't be around it for too long. We got 30 minute shifts. Plot twist. Someone like goes missing. And so like one person has to stay too long. What do they have to do? They have to deal with that person that goes extra crazy. When you say deal with, you're saying murder. Mm -hmm. So now there's only 11. Uh Uh-oh. Uneven numbers. Wait, why are you making that show so sad? <laughs> why can't it just okay, be a successful the, mission? Maybe the end of the episode, they're able to re- resurrect them. Yeah. yeah, I think they just locked no, that guy in a room. There are so <laughs> many things that happen where, like, yeah, they think they kill someone or they kill someone, they resurrect them. And every single time, it's the same guy. And he's like, God, again? <laughs> every single time. <laughs> um, I like this. Especially because from what we see, if you're far enough away... And it's short enough amount of time, you just act stoned. Yeah, you just had a little. <laughs> yes, that's what I wrote too. You're just a 420 bro. Cordelia yeah, you're just a, stoned. Well, you're st- like first you're stoned, then you're on mushrooms. Yeah, then you're on acid. Yeah, then you want to murder people. And you're on <laughs> bath salts. Yeah, you yes. want to fucking kill people. Um, well, do you think uh, to not fan correct it, but do you think also maybe the shroud uh, is more specific in what it does? Like it's unlocking not just a general craziness, but yeah. something specific about the person. Like Wesley is a little less smart, right? Cordy's a little more vain. Yeah. Angel, and Angel is, gives into his like entertainment. Oh. Angelus. That one dude that's like so together and has everything together freaks out about the fingerprints. Yeah. Gets paranoid. And he originally was like the one keeping everything together. Right. That one violent dude, I guess, gets more violent. Yeah. I mean, he gets demon. very violent. And then Will Forte turns into a comedian right yeah. before he goes. He, he, he had like given up on that dream like 10 years ago. And now oh my God. Like, when he was just like, tie me up, guys. It's got to look real. It's got to yeah. look real. I was like, bro, if they didn't already decide to kill you, you're dead. You're dead. Like, stop. <laughs> hope they forget about you. Yeah. <laughs> just hope. Just slowly walk backwards into the shadows. <laughs> he was such an idiot. Why would you? <sighs> Whatever. I don't know why I'm so disappointed in him. I think it's fine. I mean, it's sad that he died. I just think he could have brought a lot of joy to that museum. And he... He probably did. People loved working with him. I mean, There were kids who came in every Saturday to say hi to him. Right. And he probably had a whole routine like, Mm -hmm. oh, got your nose. Yeah. Ran around the museum with it, put it on like a display. Yeah. He carried around like a big old silver dollar. Oh, I was going to say like a bone and he would be like, tell kids, oh, be careful. Buy the dinosaur. I took this. Yeah. Mm. Because he'd be like, oh, no. Yeah, me. he's got so many props. He is carrot top. <laughs> and he knew that other security guard's like, oh, Tommy, well, watch out. Yeah, he's Whatever like, Tommy, they got me. Um, he was also dumb and he also died. Yeah, he was also really dumb. Um, I did the the Angelus like seeping out of Angel when he's talking to Gunn. Mm-hmm. Oh, scary. Telling him to play nice. Yes. Oh. See, I couldn't tell. What, I mean, this is leading to the end of this episode. Yeah. How much of it was an act and how much of it was real. And I guess a lot of it, most of it was real, right? I think, yeah. I think because we know that Angel is, when Angelus is there, Angel is still kind of there. Mm-hmm. So I think he at least was aware of most of the stuff that was happening and mm-hmm. like had moments of lucid lucidity. Mm-hmm. So. Now, can yeah. I uh, reveal something now? Okay. Uh, in this rewatch, I forget, I've forgotten a lot. Mm-hmm. I forgot a lot too. I forgot that Darla came back in that box. Mm-hmm. I remembered all that, but I didn't know that yeah. was Darla. Uh, I kind of forgot like where we're headed. And I forgot the big reveal we're going to get to at the end of the next episode. <laughs> yeah, um, I forgot that too. But I don't remember, and this isn't a spoiler because I honestly don't remember if Angel turns into Angelus again. Because if he does, this would be a good foreshadowing. Because I, I, I mean, this is like, and this is Angelus. Yeah, what would he be yeah. like again? Right. 
Well, and I feel like even more than because we had that episode with the actress when he had right. He had like a, a moment. Molly. Yeah. So like <laughs> we've seen little bits, but like and part of it is David Boreanaz knows that character so well. Mm-hmm. Like this is it. You feel it. Mm-hmm. Like the way he talks, his swag, like the whole thing, mm-hmm. you're seeing it. Um and so the fact that ultimately it ends with him tasting blo- blood from a body for the first time in a really long time is pretty powerful. Yeah. That those two things are linked in the same episode. David Boreanaz is so good at differentiating between like Angel pretending to be bad mm-hmm. and Angelus. Because mm-hmm. like he definitely went from like smarmy. Yeah. When he's pretending to be Jadon to like scary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Scary, really but also there's something like the way Angelus like plays with his food. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. something so manipulative and like cold, mm-hmm. but also like enjoying your misery mm-hmm. that he does really well. Mm-hmm. Whereas, because Angel doesn't enjoy your misery. No. Even right. when he's pretending to, he doesn't really. Yeah. He's not actually getting pleasure out of it. He's so good at showing that. That's really mm-hmm. good. Good job. Um, I have a, a couple things. One, okay. I know I already brought this up. But Kate has two pictures on her desk of yes. just her dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do, Chris, do you have any pictures of your of anyone on your desk at work? Uh, no. Okay. Do you have any pictures on your work area? No. Okay. I have a picture, two like more modern pictures of like one of me and my grandmother and one of me and my dad. And then one of my brother, my mom and I at Mount Rushmore when I was like really little. So I have like all the fam mm-hmm. represented. None are in frames. <laughs> and none of just one of them. Like my boss has a lot of family photos, but it's like like she has like her her kids, okay, her dog, mm-hmm. um, and like a couple all like group family photos, yeah. But nothing of just a parent, I guess. I That's feel like the a weird kid. Part. It I goes down. You, yeah, fine. I feel like my my mom probably had a picture of just me on her desk when. She, but you know yeah. what? It's normal to have those because of like school picture day. Yes, mm-hmm. is. I mean, my what? dad's a teacher. I get, like, it's a small one, but I get a little wall outside school mm. picture. I could frame it if I wanted. I usually just put it on my fridge, and then I take yeah. the last year's one. He looks the same every year. <laughs> so I usually just take last. Sometimes they get thick, because I just, like, put it on top. <laughs> I mean, it's nice he sends it. It is nice mm-hmm. he sends it. Mm-hmm. It's really um, nice. But, yeah, I don't frame it. That is weird. If, like, to go to, some, to, go to someone's desk and be like, like, unless maybe your husband? Would you do that? No, you'd picture picture of the two of you. Yeah. Can I maybe turn Kate right. around for the both of you? Fix okay. it. Maybe she is paralleling Angel in that these pictures, she's doing this to herself. Uh-huh. It's, it's like fuel. It's oh, like it's rage fuel. Oh, yeah. So every time she sits down, she's like re-remembering all those feelings. So she's always in that space of Angel. Angel, Angel, Angel yeah. Angel, Angel, Angel. yeah. No, you're right. That's a good idea. Yeah, she's trying to continue. Yeah. It, she's it's just like, like how Angel uses Buffy's picture as a bookmark. It's totally <laughs> normal. Exactly. He uses that like 1998 <laughs> glamour shot of Sarah Michelle Gellar. Of his teen girlfriend. Of his teen so ex-girlfriend. <laughs> because she's taken so many pictures where she looks like an adult yeah. since then. But, but she, that's like a the- mall portrait. That's the one like he found that she probably was going to yeah. throw away. That was in the trash. And he fished it out. Mm-hmm. He was in like, her I'll house in L.A. In her house in L.A. Yes. It's next to that lollipop wrapper she was sucking on on that on those stairs. He's like, I'll take both of these. Okay. <laughs> so gross. Thank you very much. 
<laughs> Angel went through a weird phase. He was coming okay. off the He reading a lot. <laughs> reading a lot. <laughs> okay. I had another cop cue. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about this in Sunnydale. Mm-hmm. In Sunnydale. Sunnydale Nights. Oh, yeah. the cops in Sunnydale. The cops. As opposed to LAPD. Yes. Great. The LAPD, I would think, are more savvy because mm-hmm. they're city cops. Mm-hmm. Is it real that they don't know about supernatural things? How could they not? How could they not? They're all smart. Like, I felt like the two cops in that interrogation room, they weren't buffoons. I know. But when they laughed out, like, they were like, yeah, whatever. Le- you know how that sounds. And it's like, yeah, what are you talking about, bro? Because you work in this town. Mm-hmm. Yes. Here's the thing. At the beginning of the series Angel, before I knew how prevalent demonic action was mm-hmm. in Los Angeles, I would have said that maybe, well, Sunnydale is a hellmouth, and so yeah. there's like way more demonic activity, and Los Angeles just has less. Incorrect that there's less because we've seen from the show, yeah, there it's littered with demons, mm-hmm. Los Angeles. So like, demons who like literally will walk down the street. Yes. In a hoodie, or sometimes not a hoodie. Yeah, like sometimes they, spikes. They spikes don't hide. floating in the wind. They run. Yeah. They run whole operations, whole yeah. legal yes. operations. And so it's that is shocking to me. Are they? Who are these cops? Unless they think Wesley is because, like, if they had said oh. you're not a part, like, yeah, we're yeah, we're just gonna blame demons. Mm-hmm. You think you're the first guy to blame a demon in That's here? Great. That's great. You know what I mean? Instead of like what demons? It's yeah. Like, because I bought it, like, I, you know, they weren't quite, like, Bayless and Pembleton from a homicide life on the street. Like, they weren't quite, like, <laughs> the best interrogators on yeah. television of all time. But, like, I believed them as cops yeah. until mm-hmm. they were like, oh, I don't know. I don't know about this demon stuff. I Yeah, I would have bought if they were either, like, are you seriously trying to blame demons? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or if they were, like, are you a demon? Like, are you the one who show us? It's like, show us. Right. Or maybe they're so savvy that they are are aware that other people in LA still don't know yeah. about demons. Yeah. So they're like trying to trip them up, kind of like you're yeah. like, Ooh. oh, oh, well, demons. I don't know what you're talking about. Demons. Yeah. Well, demons. Uh, what's up? What are those? Yeah. You know what? That could have been solved by like a knowing glance between the two cops. Just a quick, <gasps> just a quick like, look, look, quick two shot. Yeah. Yeah. Boom, boom. And because <laughs> they also should have been frustrated. Whatever. Anyway, we're writing, rewriting the episode. We've been doing a lot of that. We did, that is what this, and it's funny because I liked this episode. I like this episode. I love a heist. I love this heist. I will say they did a lot of heist planning talk for a heist that was very simple. Very simple. I, Go in, unlock the door, carry it out. They, seriously, <laughs> yes. That was the whole plan. Seriously. There was no. Why was there so much planning? Also, at one point, Gunn is holding the unlock the locking mechanism like, in why? his hand. I'm like, why did you give that to Gunn? <laughs> right. He is not the guy. Well, you're not going to give it to Spiky Guy. He's just pacing. Well, Spiky Guy is too filled with movement. He was definitely the wild card. He mm-hmm. was a firecracker. He was too You crazy. would be good on a heist. I'd be great on a heist. Maybe yeah, I'd be cool and collected, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I would like, I would just get rid of anybody. I did like a oh. killing motion yeah. with my hand. Uh, this is why I do not invite me into the heist because I'm going to get nervous. Yeah. <laughs> and See, then Kelly's going to have to murder me. I will get rid of anybody who is. Unless we're heisting for good. No, you already said you don't. Oh, if we're stealing from an evil person. Like yes. a, like that has already stolen something. Exactly. If we're returning to good people. You okay. would steal from a bank because you think mm-hmm. banks don't deserve money. Banks don't deserve <laughs> money. <laughs> Which is different. So I'm not going to heist a bank or like even the Ocean's Eleven movies. They walk the line. 
Okay. Right? Because this is where you would be okay. Evil person. Uh-huh. Um, it's like almost like opposite Indiana Jones. Ready? Okay. Okay. Um, group of uh, indigenous people mm-hmm. have like a statue that they revere. Mm-hmm. Um, someone steals it, puts it uh, in a private collection. Ugh. We would steal it and give it back. Yeah, we would. Okay. So that's fine. I would do that heist. And Chris, I would... how do you fall in heists? How do I fall in heist? Yeah, are you willing to get in a heist? Yeah, I'm pro heist. You're, You're pro, pro heist. heist. I'm pro heist. Would you steal from a bank with me? Sure. I, <gasps> I, I would. I'd be. I've always comfortable being the uh, uh, the uh, computer guy. Ooh. And even though I'm not great at computers, I think so I you, can get to that you'd point. You'd be like, I'd be like, all right, go, go forward. Hold on, security guard, and you're clear. And you're clear. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah I, I, you'd I, be the eyes. I'd be the eyes. Oh, okay. <laughs> can if we're doing a Mission Impossible type heist, can I be the person who gets dropped by the wire? Yep. Yeah. Oh my I God, just, like, I was gonna say you're you're the yeah. repel. Did you yeah. see uh, MI5? No. no. Okay. There's a scene where, and of course, he did his own stunts because he's a monster. Mm-hmm. Uh, not. I then made it sound. I wasn't calling him a monster in a bad way. Like, he's like a beast. Like, that's so mm-hmm. cool that he mm-hmm. does his own stunts. Uh, but Tom Cruise does it and he dives into this thing. And they set up, like, how long you could be underwater before mm-hmm. you have brain damage and how long he could be underwater before the doors are going to close and all that stuff. But he, like, swims down on, and he's with uh, no apparatus. Oh my God. Free swims, free dives down into this room where he has to, like, take a drive from one place and put it in another place. They put and a they, drive in the water? It's to keep it cool. Oh. It's a cooling mechanism. <laughs> I don't know if this is real, but it's in the movie. So anyway, so like it's still and then at a certain point, it's going to start moving like the opposite direction and like grind you up. Oh, wow. And he's still in there while it starts moving and he has to like get sw- So that is what I want to do. Okay, so you want to do the death defying stunts. Yeah, I want to do the stunts and like that stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm right. not as good at like the entrapment because I've tried it. The entrapment stuff where you like go around the wires. Mm-hmm. I see what you're saying. Like, I'm not a gymnast. Right. But I will try, I will like, yeah, you can drop me from wires. I will climb out a building. Mm-hmm. I'll repel. I'll dive in the water. Okay. I can do that. I feel like I'm more of the, like, we're going to, I'm a planet. <laughs> You're the mastermind. I'm the mastermind. And see, now I'm, now I'm thinking I want to also be the Bernie Mac character from Ocean's Eleven, who does the go in there and do like a little distraction, like a Oh, character. you would be good at oh that. Oh my God, you'd be, you'd be good so that. good. Because I think yeah. you could also be, I think you could also be invisible. You would be good yeah, at like I'm good at being invisible. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I think you could until the time for you to like sure be crazy and then right. you'd be crazy. Right, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, you would Ooh. invisibly set yourself in the center mm-hmm. of the attention and explode. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and everybody's like, ah, what? I Meanwhile, put down two fives. I put down two fives. Ryan oh. is like diving down some <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, you're like you're like gather everyone's attention right outside the Bellagio fountain. Ryan's diving into the Bellagio fountain. I'm, I'm lifting it up, yeah. lifting it up, going down the drain. I'm doing bits. I'm doing impressions. Yeah, you're hilarious. Oh, I'm Jay Leno, and, and like, then oh. you like have a heart attack, but then you're fine. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, just that seafood, huh? Everybody. <laughs> you put out a hat. You right. you make like fifty bucks. Right. Security mm. guards are like, oh, that was pretty good. We should get him on stage. Yeah. Meanwhile, Ryan, and you're yeah, right, secured a contract. <laughs> you're touring. Oh no, you're trying to call a- me, and I'm like, I'm fine. <laughs> we need a driver. We do need a driver. Who's I a, would. Who's I would, an aggressive driver. Should it be a former uh, guest on your show? Yeah, I think that's like the safest. I mean, it could Colin. You think Colin? He's sort of our wild card. He's also the wild card. He might go crazy. He might start the car as you're running to it, so you have to like jump. Oh, into he, it. Would 100% he would hundred percent. He would hundred percent do that. <laughs> well, because he wants to go. He wants right. to go. He wants to go. So he is going. We have to like time it with the running. I can see myself planning and doing the safe cracking. Yeah, mm-hmm. you'd be good yeah, at that. You're, you're patient yeah. and like you have good ears. I do have really good ears. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Great. We've got a whole team. Yeah. 
We just now need an indigenous people to have their yeah. things stolen. Oh, you know what we need? We need um the per- Dustin would be the person that's like constantly telling us like how stupid this plan is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how it's not going to work. <laughs> but then he'd be like the big spiky guy who's there to help. Yes. Right? He's strong and large. Right. So he'll be able to carry. Would you like punch someone if they came at us? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He'd be like, "Oh, we're supposed to be here." And like, "No, you're not." And before they finish sentence, <laughs> oh, he's he, oh, he's no, also he's also a great actor. So he'd be like, "Oh, that's true. He is good." He'd be like, "No, we're supposed to be here." And they're like, "Really?" And he'd be like, Psh. "Right." Oh, you know what? He would come with me when we get out of the van, and we'd both be in costumes as like cable guys or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. bef- so he would help me get to the place where I repel. Yes. Right. He'd be like, hey, oh, we're supposed to uh, check the uh, air conditioning and unit I'd up qu- there, and I'd just not. She'd be like, mm-hmm. and he'd be like, "Oh, this one doesn't talk because the tongue got ripped out." <laughs> like, I better be call like, this in, you know. <laughs> just crazy story. And like while we're calling it in, he just sit there like real cool. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, 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 I love it. He's yeah, like, yeah. do it, call it. <laughs> I'm not afraid of you. Like, All right, I won't call it in. Go ahead. Great. I think we nailed it. Yeah. So we just need to find. We need to get some. We need a mission. Evil stealers of one problem. Objects. We've just we've revealed, revealed it on the podcast. Nobody knows what we look like. That's true. <laughs> no, we are hard to find. We're hard to find on the internet. <laughs> We're hard to find on the internet. Um. Okay. So we had something that we've kind of talked through the sh- the shroud. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And we had something that we were gonna save for the episode that we were gonna talk about before. But let's talk about between apps. Sure. Right. Um. And Kelly's already revealed herself. Oh, the yes. ve- something really important happened this week yes. in Buffy news. A quiz was released oh. on BuzzFeed that lets <laughs> you know so nervous. which character you are in the Buffy verse. Kelly, what character did you get? I'm Angel. And you sound I, sad about it. Well, who would you have wanted to be? How about that? Well, everybody wants to be Buffy. Right. I'm Angel, which I guess I'm okay with. And I guess I do identify with him a lot. Oh my gosh. I do you know what? I have huge problems with guilt and mm. um self-loathing. Huge problems with that. Huge problems with that. I get it. Yeah. I mean, because here's the thing, Buffy doesn't have those problems. No, Buffy's like, she, I gotta do what I gotta do. And she loves herself. She loves herself. <laughs> Everyone else is wrong. Whereas like I'm always like, what did I do wrong? First thing. Yeah. I think that if you became more Buffy, it would probably be good for you. I need to. It's hard. Yeah. Like it's a buff hard. angel. Look at Angel. More buff angel. Or a bangel. A bangel. Bangel. Bangle. Bangle tiger. Um, <laughs> and gluffy. Gluffy. And gluffy. A buffulus. <laughs> oh my god. Um, yeah, I do need. Uh, you know what? Maybe I just need to take a break to like reset. So you know what? I'm gonna go to Hawaii. Fuck. <laughs> no, I'm so happy for you. I'm, I'm very happy for you. And you're gonna retake the quiz when you're back. Yeah. Oh, that's a great idea. Oh my god, you guys. See if you're yes. the same person. I'm gonna do that. Ryan, who are you? Um I got Giles. Oh, nice. That is totally true. Oh my god, that's totally true, yeah. Ryan. Also, a lot of the questions had books in it as answers. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, what am I gonna choose? Like go out and talk to people or read a book? <laughs> <laughs> Answer done. What do you mean? A lot of the answers are like really obvious. It was like, I know, it's like oh. what do you do? Be Buffy or be Angel? <laughs> like be- or drink tea and read a book. Uh, <laughs> you want me to fight the f- darkness, risk my life, make new friends or read a book? Read Obviously. A book. <laughs> that totally makes sense. You're yeah. totally Giles. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. That's really good. Yeah. That was good. What'd you get? I here's 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 the first confession. I was trying to 
make my answers make me Giles. So I okay. wanted to be Giles. You wanted to be Giles. So I I thought I nailed it. Yeah. Right. I thought I'm like I I got this quiz nailed down. I got Xander Harris. <gasps> oh, can my you read God. the description of Xander, or do you have it? You're the. This is okay. This is like that episode where you probably just reviewed where they get split into two yeah. Xanders. This is like the good Xander oh, okay. reading. Okay. You're the lovable class clown. You're an intensely loyal friend and behind all your offbeat, self-depreciating humor, you're a sensitive soul who values the approval of your nearest and dearest. Yeah. <laughs> you have no problem jumping into a fight, but you're also more than willing to lend your considerable smarts, considerable smarts to researching whatever evil is overtaking Sunnydale this week. Now that... Maybe Chris, me. That is Chris, you. That is you. What, what, but this isn't the Xander. Maybe me. But this isn't the Xander that we. I think you're season five Xander. Late season five Xander. Yes. Season six Xander. You're not season two hyena Xander. <laughs> you're not season two Xander. You're not even like season three making out with Willow while you're dating Cordelia. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the Xander I was thinking of because I thought at the time. Yeah. In 1999, I would have been like, "Yes, I'm Xander." Yeah. yeah. Now I'm like, oh, "I'm Xander." I think you're you're the bet. You are. You are when Xander splits into two people. You're the one with a collared shirt on. Although he's a little he's a little boring though. That's the here's thing. thing. You're supposed to think he's evil, so it's a little <laughs> the edit on him is a little tough. <laughs> but he's so nice to Anya. He is. He's a he, good friend. He's collects good. cool metal everyone likes him shines it shines it (laughs) (laughs) fucking blinds people he get he turns that real estate agent on yeah she's like anything she's like if you need anything it's like i got it no i mean anything i'm right across the way i got it i got it no 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 no. like if there's a thing you can think of it's in the realm of possibility (laughs) any time of day or night yes Anything, and that's how you are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would be like, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah cool, great yeah. meeting. Okay, bye. You'd be like, oh, sure. Uh, like, uh, if I need to get uh, the sink is uh, leaking or whatever, right. and she's like, vagina. Do you need? What was that word? It's French. Vagina. Vagina. I'd be like, yeah, vagina. I'd be like, well, I'm not a doctor, but I can look up. It sounds like a drink. And I drink tea because I'm pizza vajoie. Uh, yes, I'll have a vajoie with a little bit of lemon, please. Thank you. <laughs> Not too much uh, lemon. It'll, Not too much lemon. It turns it. <laughs> okay, so that's anyway. who we are. I that's think they're are. pretty accurate. I I understand wanting to be Giles. Yeah. I thought I was going to... I don't know what I thought I was going to end up being. Maybe Willow, but I'm happy. I think... No, you're more Giles. Because the thing is, you're not selfish like willow or at least in my opinion you're not i don't know maybe <laughs> secretly know you're, you're gonna no i was gonna next. say like really secretly maybe like you just don't let anybody know how selfish you are no i mean i'm not perfect in that way i try to be here's the thing i'm not perfect like giles <laughs> <laughs> no i think that i'm similar to giles though i was never like as i was never i've never been rebellious but i'm similar to Giles in that like i from a young age or a certain point in my life like became conscious of my uh, of being like my instinct to be selfish mm-hmm. so I like it's now like a habit or a thing of like I'm consciously t- like push, push not doing it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I like try so that's very nice of you to say I'm not selfish because mm. I make a conscious effort to be considerate cool and empathetic so there's this new book about empathy this might not be the <laughs> forum <laughs> thing like that empathy is like the uh, actually impedes like uh, being able to help the most people, 
because your empathy is naturally like biased towards people who are like you or like you're more mm. empathetic to like a cute puppy than you are to like a human that you can't see in another continent. Yeah. So like rational decision making is actually probably superior to help more people than relying on empathy. I would say, I mean, I'm sure the book delineates this, but like I would say that like the general concept of empathy doesn't, but like the things that we do to with empathy and like the lens that we yeah. like use it through is what causes that. Mm-hmm. But I would say the yeah. general concept of empathy. I mean, I guess that's true though, because people like, I don't know, like people, only, other people's problems are other people's problems. Yeah. And people only really, really feel them when it's happening to either them, them or people like them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I feel like the part of the journey of being human is recognizing that all of us are like each other. Yeah. Right? So, like, if you start at the place where there's a universality to the human experience, Mm -hmm. then you should have empathy. You'll have empathy for everyone because everyone is experiencing that same thing. I feel like that's part of what art does. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And even, like, when we get into the genre art, like, that we're doing now, like, these metaphorical and obviously Star Trek did it uh, way before Angel existed, but mm-hmm. like this idea of like introducing other races, like other races of non-human races or supernatural races, and and like creating this world of them, like teaches us to empathize with the other, yeah, and see that there is something universal, yeah. And I think actually something that can further uh, the effectiveness of empathy um, or make it closer to what we would like in its purest form Mm -hmm. is like this is something that i struggled with which is understanding that like not everyone's mind is like your own but pain is still pain and happiness is still happiness and like those things those things still have value Mm -hmm. to that person and so like to understand that like the value is still the same but like the thing that they get that value from might be different Mm -hmm. and to and to respect that person's feelings Totally. Well, and that's part of it, too, is, like, you then – it's harder because then you have to listen to the other person mm-hmm. um, to tell you where that – what triggers that pain. Yeah. And how the pain is – how the pain happens. So you can't just be like, well, that wouldn't hurt my feelings if someone said that or, like mm-hmm. – um, and I feel like that happens a lot with um, – yeah, I feel like that happens a lot. Like, that's part of what white privilege is, right? Like, it's, like, mm-hmm. projecting, like, oh, that's not how I experience the world. Mm-hmm. So, like – I hear you're talking about something, but I'm I I don't have time for that. But it's like mm-hmm. no, you have to listen to learn it because it, you're not going to know it just from being a good person in your com- in your small town or in your community, right? Like you need to like listen to other communities qu- with your mouth shut mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to like get it. Yeah, which is hard. And even like situations where like my dad does this, and he is a white man, um, where he'll think that like he will equate. Mm-hmm. A situation where if he goes into a Chinese restaurant and they give him a fork, but they give yeah. me and my mom chopsticks, mm-hmm. he thinks that's the same kind of like he he's like, oh, well, that's racist, like people of color experience. And I'm like, yeah. that's mm-hmm. not the same because you're yeah. experiencing that with every, you know, like yeah. all of your life that you've had, mm-hmm. which is growing up in your small town where everybody looks like you and like never, ever having to experience any kind of adversity until you came here into a place where it's like this person's place. 
Right. And no one shot him. No one shot that. you. <laughs> no, you got fucking. You got a fork. a fork. And you know what you said? You say, please, can I have chopsticks? That's it. And then you got chopsticks. <laughs> and then you right. got chopsticks. And it was no problem. It was no problem. Right. I mean, I'm not trying to dismiss your dad's No, no, no. Um, <laughs> but, uh, it, but, but are we doing that? Like, but yeah. Oh, fuck. I know. I, but at the same time, I'm like, but you're not. It's not the same. It's, it's like not the same. when I feel like this debate, and I think it's we've we've moved to such like worse. Our the world is worse now. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there used to be debate about use of certain slurs. Yeah, and this idea of like people like, well, if you call me a cracker, I don't get mad. It's like and it's that like, doesn't have it, the historical significance. It has, doesn't have the historical significance, and you're still like you're you still have white privilege. You, yeah, like mm-hmm. when you look at. The presidents, almost all of them are white. When you look yeah. at the CEOs, when you look at who has all the money, when you look at how the, our culture is done, is yeah. like you can't. It's not the same. And also, like a thing that I've always had an issue with with white privilege is people being like, especially people like my dad, uh-huh. where it's like, or like anyone, where, where they're like, eh, it's not that big of a deal. And I'm like, but if someone is telling you it is, yeah. then it is. It is. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. listen. Like if mm-hmm. someone is saying. Hey, this bothers me. Don't call me this. Don't yep. do this. Like, then just believe it. Right. But it's so, it's like gaslighting. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing of like when people get mad about PC culture, it's like what you don't want to think about other people's feelings. You want to live through, yeah. your, you want to go through your life not thinking about other people's feelings. And that's okay, but then call it what it is. Yeah. The problem isn't PC culture. The problem is you want to be, at, you don't want to have to think about other people. Yeah. And it's so funny to me when people are like, um, uh, like you're being so sensitive like who's being sensitive you saying like i want to tell my joke right <laughs> like come on yeah just wait and honestly you get to tell your joke like i mean and you're allowed to say whatever you fucking want i'm sure there are people who say like that we should censor jokes i'm there those people might exist mm-hmm. i don't think they exist significantly in the comedy community that i know of in la yeah you can tell your joke but then we can all say that joke wasn't cool bro yeah exactly. yeah like we can tell you after you tell like Say whatever you want, but you have to know that you're not saying in a vacuum, and you might I was hurt just people. That word, vacuum. Yeah, vacuum. nobody like, says anything in a vacuum. Yeah, you you don't know. Yeah, uh, except us in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're we're in our little our little bubble, and that's the um, value of art, right? I mean, yeah. especially in communities where you are, you only grow up with you know people that look just like you and mm-hmm. talk like you and think like you. And even uh, in my opinion, sometimes TV is given a lesser. Regard, although I'm, we're in the golden age now, yeah. but uh, TV gets everywhere. So yeah. uh, not that, uh, you know, racist relatives are necessarily watching Buffy or Angel, sure. but that's an opportunity for, for people to experience other, mm-hmm. other people, other people's uh, experiences, yeah. totally. at least in a fictional way. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's, um, it's really interesting because I had this conversation with my family when I was home um, and I grew up in uh, like right outside D.C., in kind of a leftist bubble too so like <laughs> it was not uh that different but we were watching uh we were watching a lot my brother really likes colbert so we were watching a lot of colbert and, mm-hmm. and stuff and it's interesting because it and i was and they said something to me about it and it's true that almost universally the entertainment industry is anti-trump yeah mm-hmm. like it's i can't even imagine what it's like to be someone who well to be someone who voted for him first but like if you voted for him and literally every show you watch. Yeah. Like, it's not like South Park is going to be a refuge for you. There's not one show that can be a ref that's right now. That's like a refuge for you. Mm-hmm. Except I guess the news on Fox news, but like every creator that, you know, mm-hmm. 
thinks it's a bad idea. Which is why they're they're like, oh, we don't need A-list celebrities at the inauguration. We right. don't want them anyway. But like, they, I mean, everyone listens to Beyonce, right? Sure. Yeah, like, but everybody likes of, like, Grey's Anatomy. I mean, not every. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, but like, there are certain TV shows like that, at least not like, uh, what's it called? Like overtly, yeah. But they reflect the type of lifestyle and the type mm-hmm. of life that a lot of Trump voters have, mm-hmm. which is like all the Kevin James projects, like those ones where it's like the, you know. It, uh, what's it called? Like the sitcoms on CBS. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would agree. Yeah. Where you're, yeah, you're I like, think there's oh, something there's... regressive about those shows, but I can't imagine that many of the top line people on those shows are okay with a lot of. I mean, we're also in California; it's a bubble. But like, okay with a lot of the. No way. Yeah. The elements of it because we are. It is such a radical situation. And I, and so that's where I can kind of like, okay, I can see it, but I don't understand it in yeah. my core mm-hmm. and I don't feel it, but yeah. I can see why people are like, well, I just feel attacked, but it's like, why don't you just take a step back and like, it's not that everyone's wrong and that you're the only people with like, um, you're, you're the only ones who really know what it's like. It's yeah. like, maybe it's not everyone that's wrong and you're the only right person. Maybe it's that there's something else that you're not seeing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But people but maybe, don't like maybe hearing it's that. True the other way. I think for me, it's like, and this is how I get with politics a lot of times. So there's like <laughs> certain things that like are like so strong in me that like they become like, uh, I will never forgive the, <laughs> the, con- the Republican Congress going into this election for not. Uh, accepting a Supreme Court nomination. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I just won't. I yeah. think they didn't do their job. Yeah. That's obstructionist. Yeah. This is, I know we're so off topic. No, no, like, no, 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 no. That's just a, th- a thing that there, there is no argument that's gonna move me because mm-hmm. I just feel like you you had a job to do. People elected you to do, do a job and you did it. Mm-hmm. And you did it for petty political reasons, not because, yeah, you just did it to be obstructionist. Yeah. And that's not what you were hired to do. So I think less of all of you. Yeah. You failed. Mm. <laughs> I know that's so no, strong, that, that's but like true. that's how I feel. So like, yeah. so and so, I guess if I could project that kind of, uh, I don't know, like conviction to other people for things related to not voting for Clinton or believing that, um, believing that cha- real change needed to happen. But I don't know. I think I, I don't think it's a good thing for poor people. I don't think it's a good thing for women. I don't think it's a good thing for non-rich white people. Yeah. I don't think, I, I, I think it's bad for all of us. I feel like there's this weird, or there's this idea at least in a lot of people that vote in a way that actually harms them. If you look at a lot mm-hmm. of like, uh, like lower income bracket people that voted for Trump. Yeah. Because there is instilled in our, in our American dream is like that you could always someday be there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so there is the idea of like, well, if I embrace that ideal, then I could be there someday, even if I'm like 55 and don't really have any means or way of like getting yeah. there. Like there is the thought that like, well, I could get there. Yeah. That and, Horatio Auger thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's also this idea, because uh, I've I've been consuming political podcasts yeah. as well, <laughs> uh, that uh, to break down the election, 
on uh, Tall Dark and Brew. Yeah, we we maybe should release this as like a mini sode. <laughs> we can cut. We can cut just because we part also have it. like r- real angel stuff to yeah, talk about. I'm right. not trying to cut you off. No, no, I'm just no, like I'm really interested in what you have to say. I'm, but I'm also like we have. This is not like we got two like fluffy episodes a week. No, we have like act. We have stuff to discuss. Mm. Okay, how about but, this is a good segue. I think this will be a good segue. Okay, okay but back I on track. to hear your thing. Okay, no, we no, want to hear your thing. You want to hear your thing. Yeah, I think this will, I think we tie okay. us back into this because uh, people uh, who voted for Hillary were, well, no, no, not all people voted for Hillary, but one case against Trump was his personality, right? Yeah. Uh, his uh, racist, homophobic, uh, all, all, his, all his language, all yeah. the things that he did. Whereas people who supported Trump or voted for Trump were able to forgive that and maybe erroneously believed either that does not matter or can be kept in check, mm-hmm. which is not necessarily true. We'll find out. That mm-hmm. he was going to help their financial situation. Yeah. All mm-hmm. that other stuff, they probably even didn't even like. Yeah. Like, I, people have said this to me, but they were more concerned about this other thing. Mm-hmm. So they were overlooked. So there's like two points of view on what was important mm-hmm. and how that segues back into the episode. I'm trying to get there, but I think He's we're going to keep talking until well, you find it. The thing. I, think, I think we all go through trials. <laughs> and if you think about trickle down economics, it's a trial that no one has gotten past that first door. Mm-hmm. Well, I, to help with the segue, I thought, because again, my memory is hazy on season two, but I thought the trial, because even on my little DVD, because yeah. I watch these on the DVDs, by the way, mm. which do not have the pre- previously on, oh. which is a big point of contention uh, for weed and yeah. fans. Yeah. Um, but I thought, oh, Lindsay and Holland are going to do some sort of literal trial. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that's my mind going that's in. Funny. One point of view. Clearly the trial was something completely different. Yeah. But you know what? When you saw that it was something different, you went with it. I sure did. Yeah. Right. That's the thing. And Roll I found out what was, with the punches. I found what was important. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You were able to, right. ch- you, you found out that you were wrong, but you were okay with it. And you changed your point of view. Right. Listen. And we got to a great, and, and by doing that, I got to a great, Reveal at the end, which we'll get to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, we'll get there. Okay, so this episode called the trial. It is not about a law trial. No, um, it <laughs> opens with Wes and Gordy trying to keep Angel's spirits up. Mm-hmm. Um, they hear banging from the basement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I wrote down chucka chucka. Yeah, it's a chucka chucka sound. Described it as. <laughs> I have many questions, but. <laughs> Like, they know there's a laundry thing down there, right? Yeah. Okay. I think it's also weird, because the end of the last episode, there's a whole thing of, like, Angel took a taste of Kate, and then he's thinking about it. And you saw the little extra shot of him grabbing her arm. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, like, sucking on it, and then he's remembering sucking on it. he's, like, And then they come to this episode, and he's completely forgotten. He's fine. It has no lasting effect it's like this was excised from what happened (laughs) he he was like all right i took out that taste of blood and now time to do some laundry yeah laundry time and so he does you know what's nice about his wardrobe he doesn't have to separate no they're all black (laughs) everything goes everything goes in one everything cold (laughs) yep oh you better but he's gotta do like two loads because he's got way too many he's got oh yeah he's got so many um and Gunn, of course, is willing to be an accomplice in his secret in Angel's secret search for Darla. Yeah, of course. Which, by the way, uh, last episode they were very competitive, and this one he's like, "Oh yeah, Angel's cool again." So I'm, I'm wondering if this yeah. was out of some sort of order. Yeah, I mean, the shroud was making them angry, but they were combative even at the meeting with the cousin. Well, because yeah. anytime people don't do what Angel says, he doesn't like it. That's when true. people oh do God. what Angel I'm says, so Angel. <laughs> 
Yeah. As soon as Gun, yeah, as soon as Gun did what Angel asked, Angel was nice to him. He liked it. Yep. And Gun kind of wants that approval. Yeah. But Gun is also very independent. I mean, he's been independent. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. He was in a family with a sister. That's true. He lost that, and now he's hanging around all these other people. Yeah. He wants it. Well, what happened? What? So that's the other thing. I love Gun to death. Yeah. But he's kind of abandoned his. Yeah. Where's his crew? Right. Or have they gotten all picked off? Oh, yeah. That's, uh, oh. I didn't think about that. Probably Do you not. think that every time, so like every time he like does something with Angel, just like another one of his crew gets picked off and he's like, oh. he's like, but I really want that approval from Angel. Oh, we didn't talk about the knitting. Oh, yeah. There was like a knitting reference. There was a knitting reference. Did you like that? <laughs> I did, though. They implied that you could like knit a sweater while someone was off on a mission. Sweaters take, take a, a long, long time. time. <laughs> How long of a mission? Unless Gunn is really good at knitting, which if that's a secret truth about him. <laughs> I like that. Is that a sign of knitting? Uh huh. Chaka 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 It depends on what you're knitting. Oh, by the way, uh, Gun has a nice joke here. I rewatched it at least twice to be sure I got it correctly because I think he says Fulfrum and Hartman. That's funny. Like a little joke against Wolfram and Hart. That's funny. Good job. That's funny. Good job. That's funny. And Lindsay has some fresh hair. Lindsay's got the fresh cut. Oh, and they have like an Antonio Sabato Jr. duplicate. To play one of the guards at Wolfram and Hart. <laughs> Who was in Antonio, Antonio Sabato, Sabato Jr.? Who was that? Let's look. He was Which to tie together spoke at the RNC convention. Oh, he's a monster human. <laughs> but not like Tom Cruise is a monster. Right. He's not like he doesn't do his own stuff. He's not beast mode monster. I remember monster. Uh, growing up uh, grade school and high school, the girls loved Antonio Sabato, Sabato Jr. Jr. I like, was, was into him. That was all I heard about. I feel like if I see his face, I'll be like, correct. Uh, right. you I, won't, I, don't th- I don't think you will. He was on what? General Hospital? I don't know anybody. Was, no, I think you will recognize him, but you will be like, oh, Ryan. Because I don't oh, think really? he was. He's not my type. I think he's no. a GH guy. He was, yes, thing. he was on General Hospital. He played Jagger. Okay. And at one point, he there was a love triangle where he and a girl and AJ Quartermain got trapped on an island. And that was around when I started watching. How do you watching. have a love triangle on an island? Well, you have a couple and How some other guy laying yeah. on an island. So, and, but what happened? Do they actually consummate? Well, well, it's not a three-way. A love triangle is no, not I a three-way. I know. Three this way. is what I'm wondering. Is there like one guy that's like, I'm north side boy. One guy's oh. like, I'm south side boy of island. The girl's like, I'm oh, going to no, field no. trip left, right, up, down. Or no. is it creepier, like, when one is asleep? It's <gasps> like... Oh, yeah. Okay, you can't <laughs> use that noise for everything because it's going to ruin that noise. I think that the love triangle was, like, two of them were on a yacht and one of them was working the yacht. Like, one of them was, like... Because, like, one's rich and one's poor. So all three of them end up... What the fuck? What a fucked up thing to be like... Me and my honey are going to... The one that you love, we're gonna go yeah. on a yacht trip. Can you like scoop? So then they land on the island and like they like win one of them would like go get coconuts or whatever. The other two would talk and it was like that. Wait, wow, so it'd be a, like that's a quick. Oh my god! You I, know what? Maybe there were four people on the island. I'm so hungry for coconuts. Can you please get some more coconuts? Please, please, please. The ones on the far end of the island. I like those ones the most. Okay, we got ten minutes. Stop chugging. Okay, I think it was. It might have been four people on the island, but like, okay, so one person's unremarkable. No, she's great, but she the love of her life. She doesn't meet for a little while. I think Brenda was also on the island. But anyway, it was when I start. It was like the beginning of me watching General Hospital, so I was like obsessed with that storyline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, it's this guy. I thought he was so dreamy. Okay, is this him? Two K seventeen or him? All right, I this will show him you him Angel. now. I'll this show you him, him now, Angel. and then I'll show you him GH. So this is the guy you probably recognize him. He's, he's cute. He's cute. He's handsome. Okay, he's really handsome. Um, I think he's handsome. 
Uh, am I going to not like him? 2000. I mean, he'll look much younger. Mm. Some people look better. Oh, older. this is a different love triangle than the one I remember. <laughs> but, okay, yeah, this is around when I thought he was just like so handsome, like carved marble. I was like, oh, oh man. man. Floppy. You hair. know what? Yeah. <laughs> vibe I'm getting from him? I'm getting like a. Like an Oscar Isaac vibe from him in that picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. He, because he, this is the girl that he was on the island with that I was like, oh my God, they're so perfect together. Oh. <laughs> She's not what you expected. Or he's not in that, uh, uh there's a flannel with no <laughs> sleeves unbuttoned to the waist. A, a cut, a cut flannel. That is a. And high waisted jeans. <laughs> high waisted jeans. Flannel, flannel tucked, tucked, in, tucked in. But no buttons. But no buttons. Who needs buttons? Wait, so he just tucks in. He's like basically tucking in a vest. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is how he is when he's well, he doesn't have a belt. So he needs something to hold up. Oh, that's a cute top. This wearing. is a really fun thing on a podcast, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Really? Oh my God. Oh my God. I just found a cover of Soap Opera Digest um, where it's like GH is Jagger setting daytime on fire. And the big headline says, okay, well, there's, okay, I just saw another great headline. This is from November 1992. First question is, stars answer, would you date a fan? <gasps> Which, oh, my. That's, that's like, a crazy thing to put in soap opera yes, digest. Because then what if you say yes? That's oh, my like God. Catnip. Oh. But then yeah. also, what if you say no? You, like, alienate all your fans? Right? Exactly. You oh have God. to say if, it was, if we really connected. It really depends. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then. Like NSYNC. Oh, we might be dating, might be not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And maybe, maybe so not. Annoyed. I'm still annoyed and in sync. <laughs> Don't get people's hopes up. And then the big headline for the issue is sex in the 90s, mm. colon. Can soaps handle it? <gasps> Ooh, a can, remnant of another time. Can yeah. the audience handle it? Can the audience it? handle yeah. it? I can handle it. Oh. Yeah, Ryan was like, yes, I can. <laughs> my da- More sexy stuff. My maybe dad uh, forbade us from watching it because my mom would watch soap. Mm-hmm. My dad's like, they can't watch that. Oh, because it's too salacious. There's, oh, yeah. it's super salacious. Yeah, because there's shoulders. Soap shirt, yes. I mean, here's the thing. Backs. Mm-hmm. It is salacious, but it's not, it's titillating. Like, it looks so quaint now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Compared right. to, like, the two doors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Compared to, like, the sexiest sex show, the uh, Tudors. Have way, you watched said, it? I it's have pretty seen, sex. There's some sex in it. I have seen. Okay, compared to Outlander. Outlander is pretty sexy. <laughs> Get no. me a man in a kilt. Or out of a kilt. Or out of a kilt. <laughs> yeah. I love Outlander. It's really good, but it's also very sexy. It's there, very sexy. There's a lot of... <laughs> I know what you're thinking. There's a lot of... Vajnois? What was it? Vajnois. Vajnois. patois. Right, right. What a side of... Pino Noir? P- Pino Noir. <laughs> oh my god. This is the most crazy episode. This is a sexy we talked, episode. We talked politics. <laughs> we talked <laughs> Vajois Pino Noir. Pino Noir. <laughs> we talked sex in the 90s in soap sandal it. <laughs> oh man. I think I set the tone when I walked in wearing a mock turtleneck. <laughs> A chambray open shirt and mm-hmm. Aztec printed high waisted pants. Mm-hmm. And said, some, Let's party. Some blue sneaks. With some blue Nike freeze. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. But Darla is trying to keep up spirits in the barn. Oh. <laughs> 
Ryan panicked and just read a note. (laughs) (laughs) When they're in France. Yes. But it was weird because they try to make you think it's right before they go to Romania. I know. Such a fake out. It's a fake out because Mm -hmm. it's really earlier than that and Darla abandons him. Yeah, totally. Which is interesting. I guess they're trying to show that her as a vampire is a worse person than Angel. Mm -hmm. And also foreshadowing what he does. I mean, it's convenient flashback for this, yeah. but he's he's about to go through a trial for her when she was more than willing just to yeah, run to away. abandon him. Yeah. No, without even a thought. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And, I mean, we also kind of saw what pushes her will to survive. Like, what will she do to survive? Anything. She will yeah. leave him in a barn that's going to fucking burn down and be yeah. whatever. She'll get sired by, like, the biggest dork in mm-hmm. L.A. That guy was such a doofus. Shempire. Shempire. Bringing it uh, full circle. Mm -hmm. We see Shempire. Unfortunately, we don't see much more of him. No. I mean, but you can't blame him because eyeliner and red lip Darla is a babe. She looks great. She looks amazing. On the brink of death, eyeliner, red lip Darla looks amazing. She's fantastic, yeah. You're just like, what? How are you? I mean, I like Shempire's like, like right now? Are you sure? (laughs) You know, I've I've never done this before. before. uh, Okay. Uh, You're going to have to show me. And she's just like, fine, do it. And then Angel. And that was another good foreshadowing of like, here's how you do it. You suck me till I'm almost mm-hmm. dead. And then you like, so that when things happen later. I like how we're being coy about it. Yeah, I'll just bleep it. I, I like it. I like it being coy about it. You're mm-hmm. going to bleep it? No. Because I have a, <laughs> I'm going to bleep a, when things happen later. <laughs> I have a great note for when we get to that reveal. Okay. Because um, I completely forgot. Thanks for the heads up. Yeah. And I wrote, freaking <laughs> syphilis. Why does syphilis have to ruin everything? I know. A syphilitic. Heart, heart condition. condition. Okay, so it's, it's complications due to syphilis. But, yeah. Oh, man, this is why this is why Planned Parenthood better stay open. I know. <laughs> Bringing it back around. Because think of all the syphilitic heart conditions that are going to happen. Syphilitic heart conditions. Which, uh, and no spoilers if you both remember better than I, but we've seen a lot of Angel clearly. Mm-hmm. We finally saw more Spike on Buffy, his mm-hmm. history. Do we get to see much more of Darla pre We saw her becoming. So we saw that's right when she's yeah. dying, mm-hmm. she's like on the brink of death, saw and we that. were speculating as to Usher. what was causing it. Demaster, <laughs> I'm here to turn you. <laughs> I'm a priest. <laughs> Which, by the way, I don't know that's not the episode, but no one's like yeah, this priest. Huh. Is kind of- <laughs> this priest is weird. <laughs> They're just like, huh? Oh, weird. listen, it was like what. The 1600s? ancient times, yeah, they yeah. were like whatever, <laughs> whatever. It's, it's a god thing. I would have let a lot go during the 1600s because they do throw in there. You, she was a working girl. Working well, girl, she was a like successful the, working. She girl. was like the madam. She, she was, was the, the boss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was rich. She owned property. Oh wow! Yeah, but she I didn't would have any love heirs. to be a madam. No, you wouldn't. I would do it fairly. You'd be I, a good madam. I'd I be a good madam. You know how you become a madam. I don't have to do that part. Yeah, you do. No, she doesn't. No, I don't. Why None of them it? will respect you if you've never done it. We're like ladies. She can just say she's You want to be a lady pimp is what you're saying. I want to... Here. Clarification. I want to empower women that choose to do sex work. This is why the middle of the country hates us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This will be quoted on a, on a Republican podcast. <laughs> yeah, they'll isolate. Right, right. That. <laughs> I listened because I thought they were going to be talking about my favorite show, Angel the Series. <laughs> Um, okay. Mm. I mean, listen, I don't, you, I think would like being the boss of anybody. I love being the boss. Actually, I love it and I hate it, but I don't think (laughs) that's the price you pay. (laughs) I think it would be any job where 
people like I don't know that I'd want to do anything where like physical bodies and health are involved. That's a lot of responsibility. It's a lot of responsibility. Yeah. So I think I wouldn't like being a madam. Well, you have someone on staff, right? I'd have a doctor there. But there would be a point where like, what if people aren't making the same amount of money anymore or they're like, you have to force, you have to fire them. I wouldn't want to fire people because they're not making, they're not bringing in enough money. Yeah. They're not bringing those billable hours. Yeah. That part would be really hard for me. Well, what if you make it more like a family? Like, okay. Like you, you give know. them retirement. Here's the thing. When you bring people on, you make sure each of them have a special thing they can offer. Mm-hmm. So you want to make sure that each person can offer something that ev- all the other people can't. So that way you have a niche market for each person. Mm-hmm. Right. But everyone is a ticking clock. That's true. What if, oh, that's true. In addition to this line of work, you also do a stage show. So okay. like once a year. Okay. Once a year. Once a year you do but it's like a big production okay. of King yeah. Lear. King with Lear. all with all of your great ladies. With all my ladies. And, and some all men. female cast. Do they do their tricks? After the show? I don't know what they're thinking. They oh, can they, do. they can do lots oh, of sure, things. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe you're sure. casting like based on town. Like one's really good with accents, right? <laughs> sure. Uh, well, sure. You want <laughs> I was thinking ping pong balls. Yeah, I was thinking something like ping pong balls. <laughs> Wait, is this a King Lear adult show? I don't know. You pitched it. I was just thinking straight up production. I'm talking oh, okay. classic. Okay. Uh, so not only do they have to offer something <laughs> unique sexually. But they have to be good at perf- acting. Well, I could teach acting classes if you'd like. So you were trying to get a Chris job trying to at employ our, himself yeah. at our okay. brothel. Maybe. And I, <laughs> a, a strong maybe. And again, one of the ladies <laughs> were like, Chris, if you need anything after class. Anything. I'm like, no, I'm good. I have all the text here. Uh, we'll see you uh, Monday morning. I'm like, eh, thing. And you're like, I got oh, it. I'm good. I thanks. got it. Uh, I have some extra reading if you'd like to uh, check that out over the weekend. Oh my God. I think, honestly, yeah, we should go into business together. All right. I think we could heist. We could brothel. We could, those are our things. Brothel. Those are both illegal in the city mm. that we live in. Mm-hmm. Heisting a little more illegal, but brotheling, you can do it in Nevada. Nevada. Yeah. And since Jadon's gone. <laughs> Power vacuum. Get in there. I'm going to be the lounge lizard of the circus circus. <laughs> you can't. You, uh, hey, I heard there was a vacancy. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, um, so we also get a name drop. Holtz, the vampire hunter, is after them. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, I missed That's the, I missed the yeah. name. Okay. Yeah. He's me. after them. Mm-hmm. He's after them and he's... And he's pretty serious about it. Darla's like, he's just, he's just, he doesn't matter. And then Angel's like, he's really caring about killing us. Mm-hmm. Anyway, these people are coming. <laughs> Better board up this thing. Well, and honestly, I think this is the first, because we had, a, we've seen a werewolf hunter in the Buffyverse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But this is the first time I think we've heard someone called a vampire yeah. hunter. Yeah, not a yeah. slayer. Yeah, we've had slayers and we've had people who know about vampires. But like, this is a straight up vampire hunter. Yeah. There's also, a, was there a Dracula, another Dracula nod? Oh, no, Romania. I was thinking of. Romania? Romania was name checked for them, not necessarily Dracula. But. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you know Angel's been cursed. He, there's the curse. <laughs> Romania. Romania. But it is. Romania. I do have to remind myself when he got cursed because, especially this season, they're flashing back to yeah. different points when yeah. he was cursed and was not cursed and still with Darla. When's and he cursed? When's he not date, cursed? And sometimes they don't, right? Like they're not all dated. Are sometimes they they're or sometimes the, they're not. Or they do a nice like like five seconds and then it comes up like ah. Oh, uh, yeah, you're like, where are they? Who what's are happening? they? We're in a barn. <laughs> um, 
So we we get those flashbacks of like mm-hmm. we are so saturated in this like Anne Rice vamp like romanticization of vampires. Mm-hmm. And then it's like such a stark contrast when Darla is in that fucking dirty ass bar trying to get yeah, that guy to turn her. So sad. And he even accuses her of reading too much Anne Rice. Yeah. And she's just like, is this what this has become? Because like we know that Darla has always really respected the mythos of being yes. a vampire. She hung out with the master for a long time. She was around for 400 years living that. And then to see what it has become in the short time that she's been dead. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's it's what it's become, but it's also she's now at the bottom. Yeah. Because, like, she she's lost all the ground. It's like going back and working at McDonald's or something. Mm-hmm. She's starting from the bottom again. Mm-hmm. Now, when she first runs away from Angel a few episodes ago, she missed being a vampire, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. she asked him to turn her. Then, when Wolfram and Hart bring her in and show her these medical files, she realizes she's going to die as a human. So is, has that motivation changed? Or is it just further emboldened by this new fact that not only am I no longer a vampire, I'm also going to die? I feel or is like, it yeah. still I want to be a vampire? In that scene at the beginning of the episode where she's looking at herself in the mirror, which I just now realized she was looking at herself in a mirror. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did not think about that. Yeah. I, didn't, I just realized that too. Yeah. Um, but when she's looking at herself in the mirror and she puts on the red lipstick and she looks at herself and then she kind of like smears it off, I thought that was kind of an interesting thing of like her considering the repercussions of staying human. Mm-hmm. Like she's, because she kind of tries out this red lipstick, this like more vampy and mm. I don't mean that in the vampire way but like this that persona and then decides not to go there right. and that's you know a few weeks out from Angel and all of that stuff before she finds out that she kind of doesn't have a choice but to become a vampire um, or die mm-hmm. so I think I feel like she was wavering I feel like the arc that kind of gets closed toward the end of the episode in terms of what her second chance means and what she's doing I think she was already on her way there. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's not just Angel who fixes her or like whatever. I think she was already starting to see maybe she should be a human. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, this is, as the uh, British guy says, this is her second chance. Yeah. And this is, this is it. Mm-hmm. And this is the end of it. Yeah. And oh. she did it. Yeah. Also, yeah. I was thinking that if this was shot now, you should audition for that part. The British you'd guy? Be so yeah, good. You'd be so you'd good be at that so part. so good. <laughs> I thought for a second he was he played a watcher in Buffy, but I looked it up. He's no. not, but he looks a lot he like. He totally one. could be. He totally yeah. could be a watcher. Yeah. Well, thanks. I, 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 yeah, you. Totally. I would be really good if they remake this episode. Right. You should make sure <laughs> right. call your agent. Did you guys hear that Charmed is getting rebooted? Yes, I, I did. did. We should be in it. Yeah. You should totally be in it. Uh, that was yeah. the. Fr- I said that out loud to you my. You can be the Leo part. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> okay. I want to be okay, which Child. You want to be Prue? Don't you think? No, you don't think. You think I'm Holly Marie Combs? Yeah, you think you're Piper. Piper, you're Piper. All right, fine. Because <laughs> you want to be Phoebe. Phoebe. Are you Prue? Or am I Rose McGowan? Here's the thing: Rose, who's Rose McGowan? We're McGowan? both too old for this, so we need to hire <laughs> a old. young person to play the youngest. So I think you have to be Prue. I have to be Prue. I think we have to be Prue and Piper so that we can hire like some some twenty two year old <laughs> dumb little idiot to be. <laughs> It's the CW. We need to we need to ro- get our average age down. Yeah, yeah. We'll just get like a thirteen year old to play <laughs> Phoebe, right. and we'll that's be how fine. they do the math on they, CW. That's, that's how they do it. They average age. Totally add, average. We'll just have an infant mm-hmm. be Phoebe, and right. we'll be great. No, I will watch it. I'm honestly, guys. If we're, now that we're talking about CW shows, mm-hmm. I'm like pretty psyched about Riverdale. What's Riverdale? It is Archie meets Twin Peaks <gasps> on the CW. It. It sounds ridiculous. <laughs> it does. Wait, admit- is it marketed as Archie meets Twin Peaks? Yes. 
And it's like Archie with the little two red hair, like yeah. looking with Lauren fully or Lauren. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about Lauren, uh, but looking we'll at there. looking at the distance, like I'm Archie. Mm, there's, I think a murder. I think there's a murder. <laughs> there's is his name Archie? Yes. I no, there's Archie. Is... Uh, there's Betty. There's oh, Veronica. Oh, oh it there's Jughead. Jughead. No, oh. it's a because Riverdale like creepy... is the town that Archie's like. It's creepy Archie. It's like, it's, but like noir Archie, it's like, yeah. <gasps> Riverdale, oh, yeah. Riverdale, <laughs> and like Betty Cooper, and oh. like her mom makes her take pills or something. And, oh, and Jughead's like a strung out red. Oh, gunny. that's what's weird too is because I saw maybe I saw the whole pilot. Whatever, I get I see it. Watch some sometimes I watch that early. I think because Jughead and Archie are like estranged. Oh, falling It's out. probably related to the body. Who killed the body? Who killed? Who killed the body? But also, there's a big dance. Who called? Is Archie gonna take Betty or oh, Veronica, Veronica or both? <laughs> cool. Uh, everyone's got secrets. Betty and Veronica passively aggressively talk to each other in the hallway. I love Betty and Veronica as friends. Mm-hmm. I I'm I am a I don't know if you guys know this about me. I love Archie's. Uh, we know. Okay. <laughs> I'm a big fan, uh, so I'm, I would watch the show even if it looked horrible. But I, I think it looks Archie. like it could be camptastic. Like it looks like maybe like yeah, good ap- camp. Yes, Afterlife yeah. with Archie. Have you read any mm. of it? It's a comic series. So good. It's oh. like uh, a horror series. Oh wow! Oh, that's cool. With the Archie like Milia question. Yes. If I wanted to read Archie, so that way I could I could like converse with you about it. Where would you suggest that a newbie start? Well, that's so funny you asked because last year. Mark Wade. <laughs> it's like we're on camera for a commercial. <laughs> uh, last year. That's funny you asked. <laughs> Mark Wade and Fiona Staples. I think that's. Yeah. Uh, launched a new run of Archie. Mm. So there's, I think, maybe 15 or 20 episodes. There's mm. a few trade paperbacks that you could read mm-hmm. um, that has a whole, it reintroduces all the characters and gives you a really good balance of the humor and the kind of mm. the dynamics of those characters. Okay, good. So I would I'll check it out. One. Great. Um, yeah. So that show's going to be good. I had a connection to what we're actually doing here. Well, we're on CW. We're, we're on CW. We're way back to... Uh... Angel is so mean to Lindsay. I laughed when he shoves the folders files back into <laughs> Lindsay's face. Like, I feel like after that take, they both bust out laughing. <laughs> it is comically like... Like, yeah. like, like, like... Well, it's like Angel holds all of his pettiness and meanness up until he sees Lindsay and yeah. then just like spews it all over him. Because like even Lorne, who almost got him murdered, yeah. he's just kind of grumpy with. Yeah. But Lindsay, he's like, what, you're in love with her? <laughs> like that's going to happen. He's like yeah. so mean. He's so mean to her. Him. Now, not, so mean to him. not to take a big detour, but I'm curious your thoughts. Does Angel... It's a tough question to even ask. Does he love Darla more than he loves Buffy? I mean, I think this this scene comes from some. I mean, we start to see how together they were for a very long mm-hmm. time. Is there real affection that's coming through? Is this petty kind of tough guy thing he's doing with Lindsay, or is it something else? I think he love. I think he loves. He's still in love with Buffy. He'll always still be in love with Buffy. He sure. loves Buffy. I think he certainly feels affection, feels a duty to protect Darla that he doesn't feel with Buffy because Darla is now human and was a vampire and had lived with him for so long. And he feels responsible for her and sees her as a personification of his redemption. Okay, yeah. But I don't know that he is in love with Darla. 
Okay. Ryan, what do you think? I think that the time that they spent together and spent so long as partners and because she is given this second chance and he wants a second chance, I think I think she's like his family. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think that if she, he never saw her again, he would miss her and he would think of her and like I think, yeah, I think that he's in love. I think he, the love of his life is Buffy. Right. It's faded, whatever. <laughs> faded. But like, but his relationship with Darla is deeper than just a person that he knew. Sure. They, mm-hmm. Like they were together long enough and knew each other well enough that it's like, it's like family. And it's kind of the only family that he has. Right. You know, because even Spike, Spike doesn't drop his guard enough. Neither of them with each other drop their guard enough to like really connect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Drew is insane. Right. And so, you know, Angel has built this group mm-hmm. in LA, mm-hmm. but even that is kind of still growing. But Darla, I think, does know him best. And certainly at the end of, and that was part of, and we don't have to get to it, we'll get to it eventually, but I cried at the end of this episode because yeah. by the end of this episode, she knows him even more. Yeah. Because she she sees who he is now. Mm-hmm. Like, it's mm-hmm. almost like your best friend growing up. Yeah. Like, they have this thing that you can't take away. And then, you know, by the end of the trial, she knows who he is now. Yeah. Oh. I also really, I really enjoyed seeing them interact kind of when they were, like, sniping at each other a little bit yeah. by the pool. Where mm-hmm. it's just, like, you see that history there, but they're both right. different than who they were. Yeah. Um, I really liked seeing that side of them because like they were both really good at creating this like history that you could see in just this casual conversation. And yeah, it was really sad when she (sighs) grows to accept also his redemption Mm -hmm. and take hers as well. And it's like, I'll just do it. Like, this is what I am supposed to do. Yep. Yeah. To avoid spoilers, I used to have a big issue to where Angel ends up, like Mm -hmm. a a thing that Angel wants. Mm -hmm. I'm sure both of you know what I'm talking about. And maybe people who don't know and will figure out what I'm getting at. But uh, seeing Darla now human, um, and I guess he did taste being human last season, is something he does want, right? I, I was almost not jealous of Darla, but it's like an opportunity, like, Oh wow! Like that—that that is where I'd like to be, yeah. and he's trying to show her right that this is a good thing. Yeah, being mm-hmm. human and getting older. Yeah, and, and I think especially when he first, when she first asks him to turn her, I think there's like a betrayal in that too, because he's like, "No, you have this thing. Right? You like have this thing that I would do, I want so badly." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, we could play that out, like you know, we talk about like the fan commentary, but like mm-hmm. we could play that out, and it wouldn't work out for him because what is he going to do? Become a human? Go back to Sunnydale and just like hang out while Buffy? Like that. He's just going to be Riley part two. Yeah, he's going to be miserable. <laughs> yes. um, he's going to be looking around to get more powers. Right. Yeah. Throw grenades um, and crypts. Yeah. He's going yeah. to yeah, yeah, become a wizard yeah. or something. It's going to yeah. be fucking weird. <laughs> he's wearing like a pointy hat. Like Giles? Yeah. He steals Giles' outfit. Oh, he's, like he's working steal. at the shop, right? He's like stealing oh, no. around in the dark in Sunnydale. He works the night shift outfit. at the magic box. Oh my God. Because <laughs> he still thinks he can stay up at night, but he gets really sleepy. <laughs> he gets so, so sleepy. sleepy. He's sleepy all the time. Yeah. I don't think it's actually, but I think. Yeah, I think so. I think he's jealous of her, but I do also think that the idea of him as a hero and that that final test I mean, should we? Here's the thing until you get to the final test, the other tests are kind of dumb. I was like, the, the British guy is awesome. British but like, we awesome. get like kind of a butler who guides you through these trials, Rich? and, and it is very like nobody survives. The first, the first trial was so fucking dumb. I cut the dude in half and then put the halves on different sides. Yeah. 
I was like, I was doing my laundry. Man. I was like folding my laundry. I was more interested in folding my laundry. I watched it laundry. again because I was like, it must have been better than I thought. And then even with the burning hand one, I was like, I watched both trials again because I was like, I don't, did I miss the part that's cool? It's just no. like running on a- I mean, what's cool is that Darla is, she's she goes to the green room. <laughs> and there's all kinds of snacks and drinks yeah. for her with a video remote. She's, yes, she's in the she's a, she's enjoying. Um, she's in crafty. Yeah, it's true. It reminded me of like in RuPaul's Drag Race when they're like, okay, now go into the like special space and enjoy a, a absolute cocktail. Yes. Right. Um, so yeah. she was enjoying her cocktail. Big bowls of bread. Yeah, yeah. huge <laughs> bowls of bread. <laughs> so she's in there, and she is granted the ability to experience. Sometimes through the bad, the demon's eyes, and sometimes through angel's eyes. Yeah, what's happening? She's she's basically given the TV show. Yeah, yeah she gets she, to be the gets camera to watch the show. She in gets her to eyes. watch Angel. We just didn't see that he has a GoPro strapped to his head the whole time. <laughs> and she quickly watched season one. Yeah, she yeah, 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 yeah. She's like, yeah. wait, what happened with me? Oh, oh I wasn't yeah, there yeah. yet. Okay, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Wait, who's uh, Doyle? <laughs> she's like, oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Uh, <laughs> so she was watching the show. It's great. Then third trial because the first two trials are fine. I thought that the visual of like seeing the hallway lined with crosses was cool, and yeah. then it was just like a bunch of steam. He's like running it's like hot it. coals. Yeah, he's like, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. And he was I mean, in bare feet. He was in, yeah. He was hurt, but like who cares? We've seen him be hurt through much more. Yeah, this we is saw not him get the worst. Tortured by that man with the metal things. Yeah, this was not enough. This is not enough. So then. He's there. He's strapped to a cross. Yeah, no, chains. he's just chained. Chains. Okay, he's chained up, and then there's a wall of stakes that are gonna. Pew, pew, I actually pew. wasn't sure what was gonna happen. With I those. didn't know if they were moving yeah. toward him. <laughs> it was gonna shoot at him. Slow moving toward. Right, that's That'd what I be amazing too. if he's just like impaled, uh, slowly impaled. And it reminded and, me a lot of him coming back from the hell dimension on Buffy. Yeah, yes. I think he even wore the same pants. Without the shirt, yeah, I think same, it's the same like lounge, the same, lounge pants and the same cuff. It would have been fun if he was like, "Ah, oh, this looks familiar." <laughs> yes. Pan I? back, they're in that fucking Jaws house, right. John Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "Wait, this? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah." Mm-hmm. Um, so he has to make a choice. Mm-hmm. He gets a final offer. He's like, "They're like, you can leave right now," and Darla dies as she's fated to do. That's crazy that he would die for her. Or you can face. This trial and Darla can mm-hmm. live. I think he makes the. Uh, this is me as Angel. He makes the choice. This is my redemption. Yeah, this is my mm-hmm. final act of redemption. This is it, and I can just end it right, right now. Yeah, yeah. And so he does. And then bloop, he's in the green room with his yeah. clothes on. He looks great. He's guess what, clothes. guys? Show. It's called Angel. <laughs> it's called Angel. <laughs> it's not called <laughs> Darla. Lives the rest of her life. Darla, two more episodes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we find out. Mm-hmm. That you, they can't fix Darla because no, she's already crazy. on her second chance. He's like, you "Why only, don't you tell me?" Apparently, you only get two chances, so it's not like baseball. You know what? That thing should have an intake form. Like, two strikes like, and you're out. Has this person been brought to life before? Yeah, one other time. Yeah, because you only get one. To be fair, they just jump in there, and the British goes like, oh, you know, "Someone, guess we're going to do this right now." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like Lauren didn't give him a call. Yeah, no, no. they just arrive. Right, and which and Lauren kind of did warn them. This is what was coming. Right. Well, yeah, Lauren was like, you're not... Like, this is not going to work out for you. This right. isn't going to be great, but this is a thing you can try. Yeah. By you way, wa- really want to see what it's like. It'd be so funny if Angel just walks away and he's like, oh, actually, it won't work because she already... Uh, well, mm-hmm. all right. Sea breeze. I love Lauren, by the way. I just want to make sure that's public knowledge. He yeah, he's is great. so great. He's so I great. love Lauren. Yeah. Love! Um, 
So try a lens. Try a lens. Darla and Angel go back to the hotel. He's like, I'll be there with you and at, she, as you yeah. die. I'll be there. And she's like, she's okay. accepting it. Cry, cry, right. cry. Each oh my arms. god, they're both crying. Are they in each other's arms? I think they are across the room, just crying at each other. It's right. Very well, sad. Yeah, they they cry at each other. Cry, cry, cry. 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 Closer, they're closer, about closer, to cry, cry, cry together. Sit on the couch. Yeah. He's holding her. And I'm doing then, a lot of puppetry with yeah, my yeah. fingers. Yeah, no, but we're it's reacting good. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then, boom, door, door busts down. <clears throat> bunch of dudes in black with they tasers restrain Angel. Mm-hmm. Tase him a bunch. Tase him a lot. He's like, ouch! Stop. Okay. He's like, you want me. Yeah, he's like, oh. <laughs> and then I put, I put, let me just give this. Yeah. I wrote in my notes, uh, WH barges in. <laughs> and then I put in all caps. At the second Lindsay comes in, I put in all caps. Yes, I remember now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lindsay comes in and he's like, did you, I just said, did you think that, that that was the plan? Right. Like this was yeah. it or something yeah. like yeah. that. Like, right? would you, did you really think I would let it go? Something like yeah. that. And should I just, should I just write, tell you what I yeah, wrote? I yeah. Hear. I put, <laughs> D R and then you 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 yeah I wrote in all caps O M G Drew she comes in looking great looking great she looks so powerful she looks so powerful she like floats in she doesn't say a word just straight to her yeah goes right to Darla and I loved that during this whole thing Angel's never screaming he's just so and he's crying he's just sad like and he knows the second he sees her what's gonna happen and he can't do anything stop it. And Drew's just like, I'm going to turn you. Now, I have a question. We mm-hmm. were talking about turning and siring. So Drew does the little, yeah. obviously the mother uh, uh-huh. mother imagery, yeah. right? So yeah. she has to kill Darla, mm-hmm. right? At the point of almost death, you then have to suck a mm-hmm. vampire blood. So Darla does, we don't get a shot of her face, but she makes a choice in that moment. I don't know well, if you can refuse it. Because you can't really refuse it. Because remember, like, Everyone, like, you're so, like, almost dead. You just do whatever the person. Yeah, so I was in- wondering that, too. Mm-hmm. I think it's, like, your instincts and, like, their power over you. She does have a... a she has a thrall. She, I was going to yeah. say, she has a thrall. There's, like, a thrall. And I think your instincts are just, like, a bloodlust kicks in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, and I don't remember if this is Buffyverse or another, but there is one where there's, like, poison on the fangs. Okay, that's not Buffyverse, okay. I don't think. Or there's, like, a that- thing that, like, relaxes right. all your... Sure. Mm-hmm. Inhibition. It's like a narcotic. Mm-hmm. Narcotic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think you're maybe also, it's true blood. Maybe mm-hmm. I think you're so close to death that like all you need is the suggestion of doing something and you do it. Yeah. So it's like all she has to do is turn her head towards it and she's just gonna drink down. Because then... you know it's like when you're okay, like you know when you're like about to die. Sure. And someone like puts like a cup of something in your face, you drink it. Sure. So someone's placing a full. You human should not be a madam. <laughs> you know when you're about to die. <laughs> not trusting you with my girls. <laughs> I'm the madam now. <laughs> oh, no. But I'm still teaching theater. <laughs> you can assist, Chris. <laughs> no, I don't want to assist. Chris. Uh, Kelly's going to uh, uh, explain the historical significance of King Lear scene two. <laughs> Go for it, ladies. <laughs> um, oh. All right. So these were like two big episodes. Yeah. yeah, I mean, really, were... the second is where things pop off. Mm-hmm. That was, I mean, who knows what happens next? I mean, Drew's back. Drew is yeah. back. Drew's here. Drew and Darla. Yeah, Drew, Darla's babies. a vampire. And no spoilers, because I literally do forget. I mean, Drew has to show up on Buffy. I mean, I guess she doesn't have to, but there's a whole spike thing still left undone. So who knows how that'll affect? Who knows? Who knows? Everything's a big question mark. Yeah, but she's... also an exclamation point because we're excited. We are excited. Yeah. Oh man, we covered so much today. I'm we covered exhausted. So <laughs> um, 
Thank you so much for coming on the show, Chris. Thank you yeah, for having you me. Yeah, you are a delight as always. Thank Do you, you have anything you want to plug? Uh, I'm still on his team called Big Boss. Big <laughs> Boss? Firms on uh, Nerdist on Thursdays. Oh my gosh, you forgot when we play? It's Listen, we a- have not performed for a month. That <laughs> would be true. Uh, well, some of us performed last night. Yeah, some of us performed last night. Right. <laughs> Chris. I know. <laughs> Sundays. Chris you like, Sundays. I was watching Angel. <laughs> <laughs> I went to Betty Bye. Um, yeah, no, we, we play on Sunday nights mm-hmm. together. At the Nerdist School. So if you like this dynamic, <laughs> just wait till you shine the spotlight on us. <laughs> Give us a suggestion that's Buffy related, and we'll do this. Oh, fun. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just do an episode of the podcast. <laughs> and in and the I'll- middle, we'll just get real political. Right. Yeah. And everyone else on our team that doesn't watch Buffy will just stand on the sidelines. Right. Yeah, I'll recommend some comics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tell everyone why I'm really excited about Riverdale. Um, anything else? Uh, no. Uh, thank you for having me as always. Of it's an honor and a privilege. Honor Aww. and privilege to have you. Yeah. Um, thanks for yeah. tuning in, you guys. Yeah. Sounds that's true. Sounds true. <laughs> Sounds true. <laughs> All right. Uh, take care and, and farewell. <laughs> Good night. Stakes out. Butts down. (laughs) That's the way we get around.